You are listening to Thursday Night, Season 4, Episode 47. Hazards and difficulty of simply traveling through the snowy mountains. Bear. Knowing the optimal time to send a message where he can get the most concentration from his father, is he saying? He's going for his father. His, his father. Baron. His father. Baron Bald. You call him his doc. Uh, go ahead and uh, give us. Before he sends the message, he wants to. He, re- he runs him past everybody else. Make sure. Second look at this. So because you guys have stopped and taking a twenty-minute break, as yeah. it were, maybe swinging some swords. He's got. He's got like some uh, water. absolutely popping up the glasses. Tristan takes a little power nap. Great. Actually, he actually borrows a piece of parchment from Tristan because he doesn't usually carry parchment. You can't propose text to the first message. Bern, excuse me, father, Bern speaking. Discovered Kundrakar in Stone Tooth Mountain. Returning to Mithril Hall, estimate four weeks, evading assassins with Mark Drusten others via Felpass. You're telling him that we, you're telling him we discovered. Kruger? Well, that's twenty-five words, and I'd like to get as much information as I can. That sounds good to me. Any reason why I shouldn't include anything in there? Any reason you shouldn't trust your father with this? I I don't know Berend very well, but. Uh, uh, always the uh, the Baldrucks have been known as uh, you know as a clan with their head on straight. Uh, reliable, wise, or reliable? Not not very politically ambitious, but uh, but good folk, stout, hardy dwarves, reliable and loyal. Hey, my father has. Uh, I mean, we we moved to Mithril Hall when I was a lad, and he became the leader of the Temple of Morden there upon like the establishment of Mithril Hall, and he has been since. So, uh, any great tasks and momentous events, he has, he has proved himself many a time to be a, uh, a dwarf of uh, unbesmirched honor. So, I, I, the follow-up, this will be the second message, have reason to believe Adric Amberhelm sent the assassins, found evidence of Adric's treachery in Krundrakar, not enough to damn him, but I am convinced. That would be a little oh. bit more. I don't know if that's worth dropping. Or if we want to wait in person for that. Thoughts? Already, Concerns? I worry that if we're not in person to explain ourselves at Mithril Hall, uh, the message might be turned against us. I'm concerned what he might do. Right. So, that was the thought. If I'm telling him that where we're going and that we're evading assassins and when we're likely to return if he makes this all public right mm-hmm. then Adric knows about where we are and he can send more people on our trail again how much of an Abek is your father uh, hey. <laughs> I was sent oh, out on a mission to go and reclaim you know or go find lost dwarven relics and ruins and I've come back the hammer of all souls and a lost dwarven relic so box is checked if that will uh 
It would probably be a matter of some news. You know, Baron's coming home. Found Kunrikar. Da 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 da. It would be well traveled, because there wouldn't be any reason not to. Uh... We'd be coming home to fanfare, possibly. Baron cousin. I don't. I don't think any amount of claimed evidence or honor that we may or may not have is enough to leverage any sort of accusation against our grandpappy Adric at this point. We simply don't have the standing to make these claims. He says, for this reason, I'm hoping that we can gain enough companions of repute around us that we may be able to even speak the words and I imagine an uphill argument to be able to win any to our cause. To, My father uh, will take some heavy convincing. There is no doubt there. He says, I would, I would, I would encourage you to have your father prepare a, an audience for us rather than gain the burden of emissary as we so have. I myself still struggle nights with the truth of what may, we may have found. I, I was on the that? fence about the second message and I think you've convinced me enough not to send that one. But what do you think of the first? I think the first is good. Are we worried about... Because our whereabouts in search will be more well-published and it could be inviting more assassins from Adric because he'll likely discover this information as well because there's no reason to keep it hidden the way I've worded it. I'm sure your father is trustworthy. My fear is who he tells. He's likely to tell everyone in the clan. And there's depth from what we've heard. There's definitely someone in Amberhelm's pocket. Young Drustin was a very honorable young dwarf when he revealed what he had learned, and it wasn't for lack of credibility or honesty that he was thrown from his own clan, If the, as the story goes. It was simply he wasn't a person of enough standing to bring these accusations to bear with the... with the... with the... with the... Uh, the power to be heard through. I would hate to be cast asunder, and I feel we're doing exactly what young Drustin did, but we're just doing it better this time. So the only people I've talked to is I warned Delg, and I told him that we were headed to Kunindukar, and Adric presumably knows that. Oh, uh, what did you tell Delg? Told Delg that... You don't have to answer in character. <laughs> told Delg that assassins were uh, after us, and they were... Uh, Adric had sent assassins after us, and to be careful and to warn his, you know, okay. warn okay. my other kids. I just wanted to, make... to be safe. Wanted to... And then that we were heading to Grundrakar, and I was with Mock, and I was with Drustin. That was only a few days ago. That was only a few days and ago. To continue that, um, it might be, it might be wise. Like the message you told us about the message you sent your son, right? Yeah. Okay. Like the message you sent your son, it might be worthwhile to include something in there about keep this quiet or be careful giving some indication that uh, as we know is there any benefit of telling them we're coming at all then if we can make preparations for a speedy audience he says perhaps the time it would take to muster a, a true audience of the leadership of Mithril Hall may give uh, clandestine forces time to act on Adric's behalf, behalf but if we can arrive in Mithril Hall and very quickly tell our side of the story as it were. Perhaps that would give us an advantage. I'll agree. Tip your father to uh, arrange an audience for us. Uh, he doesn't have to know it's about Adric. 
Uh, the news of Karundrakar will be enough. Also, time to prepare safe quarters, or if we are to be staying... Quarters are not well. My home is in the Dwarven District. It wouldn't be fit for you lot. Uh, Another point of order. He says, Berja, Scrim, and Oilvain are as much a part of the tale as us. Well, perhaps not to the degree, but they've been with us every step of the journey. No. And Dwarven law and custom would not permit you to be in these places of influence where we need to present this audience. What can be done to perhaps subvert these rules or or help them to tell, to lend their... So, I mean, it's simply we just hold the audience in, a, in an area where it's not. There's the dwarves only section, which they have, uh, I mean, you're great friends, but rules are rules and traditions are traditions. The of Adric would want that, for it to be there in secret. Right, so we don't hold meetings there, we hold it in the area for, you know, dwarves and trusted allies. Also, this might be a little bit late to ask, but isn't he still exiled? Aye, that's so, a trouble as well. I mean, we'll get funny looks just because we're not short and stout, but isn't he dressed in teapot. some ways even lower on the... Exiled from Gonsalgrim, and, you know, that spreads to all dwarven clans, I imagine. I don't know the particulars of your exile. we may be able to sneak in clandestine and reveal when the moment is opportune. It's true. As for the three of you, looking specifically at the flaming helmet of Bearjaw. (laughs) Well, Bearjaw's a friend of yours, and he points to the uh, belt that she has. Below the waist, no problem. (laughs) I also have mask, though. This says two. At least it's not a dwarf in sky. Right, she's not going to pass as a dwarf, let's be clear on that, though. Uh, so, the question at hand, do I even bother telling that we're coming? Because I don't know... Perhaps we can wait till we're closer? Uh, how, how much time would he need to, to set up an audience? I mean, he's the head of the, the Temple of Moradin in Mithril Hall. He has influence. If he wants to pull strings and get a meeting, we could get let's, a meeting. Let's wait till we're a few days out. We almost want enough time to create an audience, but not enough time for Amberhelm to get wind of it and form a plan. Too Aye. many questions. So not now. Not now. Who else needs contacting then? I have messages I can send. Is there anyone we want to talk to? Get the ball rolling. We're talking about sending a message to Nesala. I don't know if that was still on the table. With it's, the, we've the only dads. been traveling for a day. Right, but I can only ascend a couple a day. That's true. But I say we get some miles under our feet. See what's what. See who we find. We ought to we we ought to tell Nasala that we've made arrangements to reclaim her blood. Yeah. And that, in short order, will be her debtors. It's true. We've already made the investment. (laughs) Depending on some ways that you say that. Yeah. Hey, you know that, uh... Evil seeming organization that held your blood for unknown purposes. No, well, we we bought your blood from them, so we've got it now. I mean, just FYI. We've just seen Mock negotiate a couple times, and kind of like the implication of threat is like a little bit part of his strategy. You know? <laughs> yeah. Should they I mean, say because of the implication? I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, now we're a problem for player you knowledge, but I'm not saying player that. knowledge. We did see the fall of Mock, and. He definitely, he definitely implied putting the screws to people. Yeah, like, oh. All right. All right. Um, so Scrim says, uh, we've made the investment in her. I mean, at this point, she's still going to be registered to the Adventurers Guild, and she's also going to owe us, so I'm glad I'm not in her shoes. All right, so ah, well said. what do we need to tell her? Gist of it. Uh, Sent 
We've sent an expert to retrieve her blood. Okay. Uh, nay, Salah. I fucking love Dax. Uh, Baron speaking. Highly trained expert, if you want to put that in there. Best in class. If you've got the words <laughs> to spare. Tell her, uh, hired professional to retrieve blood. You Do your out. part. And maybe the blood. <laughs> should she send word to Mithril Hall? Or should we set a time and date to contact her again? <sighs> and let her know she can respond back. Respond with your timetable. We want answers within a month, three yeah. weeks. We'll message you in a month. Right. All right. Uh, we'll mess. What have you found? We'll message you in a month. I start your invest. Start your investigation. Okay. Will the message again in one month? Right. Mark I'm gets a little bit grimmer and says. He says, he says, what promise do we have that she doesn't light out? Do we tell her we'll return the blood if she does not come forth with adequate information? Hmm. And he says that talking to you guys as if he'd like to do this, but he understands that there's some different opinions here. Kim says, we can... We can make threats later. I don't see a need to... Wait. Right now, we have a positive, productive relationship. I don't think we can go back to this phase if we start start throwing around threats. He stretches his head. Scrim's probably right there. I speak from experience of not having pursued a productive, positive relationship <laughs> too many times. Blinded in the blind, eh? Peasants, peasants don't usually put their pitchforks and torches down, I've noticed. <laughs> I find that people are a little more motivated usually when they know exactly why they need to do what they do. But, time is on our side. They saw a baron speaking, hired professional to retrieve blood. What information do you have? 25 words or less. We'll contact you again. Uh, in a month, week? A month? Month, seems a month week. And we can contact her in two weeks if we prefer, just to check in. It's true. She may not even be back in two weeks. In How about in yeah. some time? Some time, be vague. Well, we'll be on the road for a full month. It seems like good timing. Later. G- give her the time. Give, giving people a timetable, I think, is... Yeah. Two weeks or a month, is it? Month. Way there's a time month. pressure. Okay. She's on the road in her caravan. Two fortnight. Two fortnight. Uh, all right. Two, two, one, two, two three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four. Good enough. Cookie, cookie, cookie. cookie. Yeah. Gentle's met. <laughs> uh, We're getting good at that. Gathers his forces and magic, and is like, you know, Morden, contact my ally. <laughs> Give my ally a ring. Nesala! Baron speaking. Hired professional to retrieve blood. What information do you have? 25 words or less. We'll contact you again in a month. A few minutes uh, later. <laughs> when did you send this message? Just now. Uh, at lunchtime. Day of her travel. Middle, middle of the day. Middle of the day. She's working with a wizard. But no, first day of the travel. Because this is first day, talking about That's setting messages. First, yeah, first, first, I feel first like you roll a dice here for some reason. 
Just while you're thinking. Adventurous Guild. Uh, uh, yes. Hmm. And then say, hmm, interesting. Is this real or whoa? Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> see a wheel of hope in the sky. And someone say, You said who you want this is? Yeah. She also knows who it is uh, as, part of, as part of the spell. Oh, you know. Oh, oh. You so let me get the, the flavor. I don't have to say it, but I'm just doing it just because right. to confirm. Be I get you. People are not familiar with this yeah. kind of stuff typically. I, I get you. So the creature hears the center I, in its mind, recognizes you as center. I get you. I get you. So she spawns saying, Baron, what a surprise. So soon. I'm still on the road. With, <laughs> I mentioned with the 25 caravan. words or less. With the caravan. Uh, yeah, that's nine words left. Won't have news for a while. Cookie, cookie, cookie. Cookie, 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 cookie. Until no, you don't get enough of those. You don't get enough. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want someone right else in. nearby to be able to send their own messaging as yeah. the last couple words. That's you just right. gotta fill it up. <laughs> fill up the, the buffer. person's counting how many, and if you get to twenty, they, they'll be waiting. What was the day of the Dragonborn guy? The Dragonborn guy Ajax? of the, of the caravan guards. Uh, Ajax says hi. Of the of the caravan guards. Yeah. The other ones in the little party. Are the Dragonborn party? That was that was Darenix. No, she doesn't say that. She's not telling them that you're talking to them. She definitely does not say that. Scrim says, Baron. How much money could you make if you were in an established city offering to send messages all the way? Uh, well, it was definitely a service that we provided in the temple. You know, spell casting for, for a donation to the temple. Uh, certainly I was not capable of doing spells like this, but my father is, and it definitely commanded a pretty price. I will say that uh, I am still sort of coming to grips with the sudden growth in power that I have experienced these past months. Uh, it's a bit un, uh, un- unprecedented. Moradin has truly blessed me. All of us, it seems. Mm. Mor- well, you know. Why does he favor you, man? Is you've, you've lived almost a full life. <laughs> this is kind of an asshole thing to say. But now <laughs> well, like, you know. It's kind of <laughs> but, like, man, you dwarves have been known to live for three years. You have many <laughs> years <laughs> Are you got a good 200 and something? I'm 191. 100, you're almost 200. And dwarves reasonably live to 350. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, quite frankly. Uh, maybe he approves of my quest to revive my wife. I would certainly enjoy that. Uh, maybe because I have been, you know, following his tenets. I mean, doing things for the dwarves. We've reclaimed Krundakar, that's something in his teachings, you know, do good do good things for the dwarven, dwarven people. Look, I am not a man of faith, and I've lived amongst dwarves all my life. I've seen this dwarf live undeservedly. I've seen that dwarf die far before his time. And he says, you you seem not to choose who, who succeeds and who falls. It seems to carry no rhyme or reason. He says, I've succeeded... I've six, 
and he, he catches, he says, I've succeeded despite the tenets of, of, of Moradin at times. And certainly, and certainly been laid fallow, despite my best efforts to do otherwise. Well, it's not strictly on Moradin's shoulders either. I mean, I, I need to do my part if I'm going to be a valuable tool in his hands. Mm. So, uh, Do you think what that we're doing here together is of some importance to him? He kind of looks at Bearjaw a little bit. I mean, the the message in the treasure room would seem to indicate so. The guesswork with you serving your deity seems frustrating, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a much larger organization, you know, more uh, steps between the, the, you know, the head honcho and the underlings. I, I merely asked you. He looks at, but like, Makase is looking, he's like, I appreciate that scrim. I've not been a man of faith myself, partially because of the interpretations of sages and priests that have sent me this way or that. I've known my path very clearly from day one, and others seem to offer a commentary where it's uninvited or unwanted. I don't know the larger plan the witches have in mind. It's not my place to ask. They work in mysterious ways, but... What they want me to do, there's never any doubt. Hmm. He says, Ben, what if you ask Moradin directly? I mean, I could offer prayer, but I don't have means to contact him, like, directly, other than just talking. I have some materials you could use if you were... I don't know if he operates in those channels. As you guys are continuing to discuss your midday break, comes to an end as Tristan wakes up from his power nap. Uh, <laughs> time to continue on. And Scrimcorn and Bearjaw, I assume we're going to continue to get back at their task. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys looking yeah. around. Goliath for... sign. Put the thumper here. <laughs> All right. So if so, anybody has any other messages they want to send, let uh, me or Justin know because we're both capable. So I believe we do have lunch available when we want to break. We're gonna get uh, get returning from our break. Yeah. If anyone's got food at the table, do you try to keep it uh, 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 quiet? Stop. I know they're dessert. We're gonna go extra loud, extra fast. I'll make okay. uh, extra food noise okay. to cover the noise. So the as I was saying, dice. Right. as I was saying. <laughs> He's gonna kill okay. you. He's masticating. At the table? So we should spend the rest of our time just making a doodle for next time we want to play. <laughs> so we're running out of time. We, so we actually have a little less than three hours left. Yeah. Okay. Normal session. Right. Get some we, are, uh, we are five well, hours in. Nice. Well, we're four hours in because we got started the other one. It's a double. Um, so. It's a double dose. The first day comes and goes as the sun sets uh, as you're setting up camp once again. Or probably you've already finished setting up camp by the time the sun's fully set. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the day passed with Scrimcorn and Bearjaw looking for signs of nearby Goliath tribes. Nothing on day one, but you've got many, many days in this so uh, mountains ahead of you. So uh, Baron sent off a couple messages. And uh, the dark of night arrives. The moon is... Um, the moon is fairly full in the sky. It is Visible. a waning gibbous. 
And as uh, is anyone uh, uh, doing anything important? Otherwise, I'm just going to move to the next days. Continue. Uh, no. And to clarify, only one message. Only one in a saw was sent. Oh, you ended up sending only one message today. One yeah. message in a saw. That's right. Go ahead and default trap. And uh, so we said it will probably take uh, uh, four weeks to go this longer way uh, mm-hmm. through the mountains, right? So the days start moving. Um, and day two and three and four pass as you travel through the snow. You start to move into a rhythm of, uh, of the travel here. And it starts to be where... It's no longer needs active coaching among the people that are less familiar with traveling through the snow. Everyone's starting, you know, starting to understand the obstacles. Uh, people that are sort of taking turns. I, I assume you're not keeping a rigid marching order this entire time. It's kind of a no. long length of travel to not you mix move it up. around to talk to each other. Uh, with the thing, there's conversations happening as you move around. Um, as long as you're in sight distance, you're probably okay with even having a couple people sort of stay back and then jog forward to catch up, things like that. Um, tell me, you know, if you disagree with any of that. Depending on the terrain. As, uh, yeah. you know, but those that are in the front... We, we hunt. We hunt. I, I oh, feel yeah. like the, uh, the, the, tri- the, the trip is eased in some senses by conversation, as we've said, by games, by music, by, by food, you know? Hunting, though, is not a hard necessity with the availability of... Yeah. Yeah. But it's a pleasure. Magical that, food. That's... It's one assessment. Yeah. Part, partway through this trip, Scrim is going to have us slow down a little bit and maybe just take uh, maybe half a day and get us like some real, like, see if you can, like, track you tell me what, Don't tell me okay. what, that you're going to do something in the future. Okay. When you do it, tell me you're doing it. Right, so I don't know I don't know when we're abstracting time yet. Are we doing I, I am time? already starting to yeah. say days two, three, same four, way. so you say so when you day. think. Okay. It, 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 hit the button and say stop. You interrupt me and say, I want to do something on day six. Okay. That's fine. Anyone, anyone can do that. Uh, um, Drewston has been reading and annotating uh, the three books he pulled out of the library. The two journals of Arundel and uh, the history of Krumjikar. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, does Drewston read these as he's walking or is it oh, really yeah. just he cracks it open or it's like while walking? Oh yeah, yeah. He goes behind Baron and reads and as long as that big red armor shape is in front of him he knows he's okay and he's mostly <laughs> brown it's the coat over oh, the armor oh yeah that's really. true but anyways yeah yeah he, he's a reader and watch keep a known color in his peripheral vision yeah um so yeah uh, it's not without ass. event but generally yeah and then at night what he does is he kind of goes through his notes and checks it in other journals and, and notes that he has and so he's got like the book with like a parchment and he's like scrawling he's it scrawling in the book yeah. oh he's scrawling in the book oh, he doesn't yeah. mind marking it up no, okay no. um which which of the Kroonjakar books does he choose to so uh, there were dive two journals of Arundel and one history of Kroonjakar so I think he's going to go into the Kroonjakar history first so you get kind of context alright um, it's a, a combination of sort of uh, starts with explanations of uh, of where the people came from, sort of the, the history of, of those that arrived here and the clan uh, that that Durgeddon, we had actually gave it a name, but anyway, Durgeddon's clan, we'll just call it for now. Durgeddon's uh, clan that was sacked by originally uh, at war with orcs and they lost their home, traveled for uh, uh, for many, many months before finding this place in the stone tooth to uh, start carving out a new home and it describes the early days um, and some of it matches uh, you're, you're seeing events in the timeline that actually match up a little bit with some of the entries that you saw in Durgeddon's journal if you remember the early entries in Durgeddon's journal were from a lot earlier before the fall of Kunjakar and uh, uh, you're seeing some things there logs of uh, law and order that had to uh, uh, you know justice 
that had to be carried out. Uh, you know, the one incident, one incident of uh, uh, theft that resulted in exile from mm. uh, resulted in exile from Kunjikar itself. And then you run across an entry that is uh, that catches your attention. This is on let's say day four. You're going through this slow, taking your time slowly, cross-referencing with your other books of history yeah, of the times, trying to match up. When he sees something and turns, he always goes to the dwarves. Oh, did you did you know this happened? And then they go through their own histories to check in on what that means about their understanding. Like, of in that year, what was going on yeah, in the exactly. world? What maybe could there be connections? Could this war that was happening, this clan, that you know, three hundred miles south, have yeah. affected you know the reason mm-hmm. for the you know for this this particular event? And then there's one that, that talks about a uh, that talks about Durgeddon, the clan leader, uh, awakening one morning and making a proclamation to the, uh, to the clan that a new, uh, uh, that a new, what would you call it, a carving on a wall? A fresco? Freeze? I don't know what they call freeze? those. Yeah. Mural? A mural? But a mural is like usually on fabric, isn't it? A freeze is a, is a carving be a fresco to a wall. A freeze. Like so a freeze. Uh, a new freeze Shall be uh, uh, shall be carved in the temple, which at this point in the history was uh, uh, still under construction, and many of the, the panels uh, blank. Um, and and it, it describes in detail a uh, what Durgeddon had uh, communicated to the clan, which was a vision from Moradin himself of a uh, of a Goliath warrior named Snowbane who was a friend to dwarven kind and uh, was a friend to dwarven kind and saved uh, a dwarven clan and that this this frieze shall be uh, shall be carved to honor uh, to honor uh, Snowbane this sounds familiar mm-hmm. and uh, I think and I know that carving and it, 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 that's what it explains is that uh, uh, and it goes on to explain that nobody was familiar with the name uh, of Snowbane, uh, but that by telling this, uh, the clan shall remember Snowbane, and as such, it was carved on the freeze itself. Uh, I think it said, "We remember Snowbane." Yeah, I've got it in my notes here. Yeah, that one right there. Remembers. It said, no, it's not that. That was inside the chamber. That was a message. Oh, that was a different one. Y'all. Sorry. It Y'all. said, that was a secret message. So, as our hearts, our honor, and our All Father command, we remember Snowbane. Yeah. Fancy. So, yeah, he kind of is so excited by this that he goes and tells Baron, he goes and tells Mach, he goes and tells Bearja. If anyone else is listening. That's about what we had heard. We'd asked Arundel. Interesting. And he had said it was a vision that Durgeddon had received. So, What's in the more notes? confirmation. That's good. So exciting. He says, uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm the remarks. If this is, is the if this is the location, if Karundakar is where the vision was held, these are the mountains where perhaps Goliath exists who may have seen Snowbane. How, how long? This is the first location to look. How long ago did that happen? Did we say about 200 years? Um, Kunjakar fell in, uh... Like, beginning of your lifetime-ish. I think before. Right? Before? Hang on, I got it. Kunjakar fell, um... Let's do everything in the Baron's life. He's the oldest guy here. Let me real quick, I'm checking checking my notes here. You a baby at the time? 
Kunjigar fell in the year 1207. Well, that was a long time ago. Um, so and so that 280 is... 280-odd years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So that's, that's when it that's when it fell. So this is from around three hundred yeah. years ago. Um, mm. That the okay. just general history question it was: Is there an event that is that represents zero year, year, year zero? zero? Yes, the history of Faerun goes into the negative tens of thousands. Oh. No, I mean, but but what happened is I, year I don't zero. know. Okay, I, I DR happened. Whatever it's, that was, it's forgotten mm. realms history. It says, I don't know. Which was true. It says big publishers are number DR. <laughs> yeah, really, those little. <laughs> Page day posting <laughs> calendars. Started <laughs> started in year zero. Yeah. Makes sense. And you know what? They just decided. 1490. We're going to mark it from the first day. I'm Get sure someone zero in there. Calendar. Get to year zero calendar. I'll say, uh, I don't want to interrupt. Uh, are you, is there more to be said on the on the books of Karunjakar, the history of Karunjakar? Mm-hmm. They were selling years ago. Uh, that's that's the most uh, notable to uh, events. That, as you're studying through this, the most notable to events uh, that pertain to anything that yeah. you guys are familiar with. Most of it is just ancient history of of Kunjakar, more uh, filling in more details. A lot of names of you know honored uh, uh, of dwarves that are honored by name in the record in the official records of recognizing. Uh, you know this dwarf that uh, that sacrificed in this way, and this dwarf, and uh, children that were born and didn't survive are sort of named and honored in their own way, and and all, all sorts of such things. These these records lost time before this, right? None of the, the names and and who was here is a big part of dwarven culture. They're, they're they weren't registered anywhere but here. Yeah, I'd say so. he spent the first week going through this book. You know, he the genealogy. He's not reading it very fast. He's reading it when like the travel's easier, during their twenty minute breaks, before bed, stuff like that. Mm. They call it the Dale Reckoning. Well, not one to read on the road at all. Mock spends his days trying to put his feet where they belong and look out for, you know. Sand people. Sand. Uh, serious question. Uh, you're talking about him, like, drinking like, this flask, but is he actually, like, drinking a lot on this trip? Like, is it... I feel like that would be significant. We were talking about it a little bit. That would be significant if he's actually, like, staying lightly sloshed yeah. for, like, a multi-week journey. He drinks, he drinks every day if he's able to. He typically drinks in the evening, and... Maybe not notably to people, maybe notably to you guys at this point, but very notably to dwarves, he often drinks alone, which mm. is a very uncommon thing. Um, and, uh, but like, again, because you've seen to the degree that he consumes, when right. we are connected to plentiful supplies of alcohol, he drinks, he's drinking very little now that he's on the road. It's, it's, there's very little access. He grumbles as much as we joke about about not being able to use the ale. Like he's not like, ah, oh, you assholes, acid. And he's like, no, like, fucking stop the honey and acid. Like, <laughs> when's my turn? And yeah, after a week, Scrim definitely hands it over. Yeah, like, and so like, it's an ale time. Yeah, <laughs> ale time. and he has like he has a, a very cheap one gallon pitcher of ale jug, which was consumed within the first week of being gone from Blossomdale. Mm-hmm. Blossomdale, and so like, yeah, and he uses. That's just a part of his routine in the evenings, and it's been a part of a routine the entire times. Like carousing aside, it's been a part of the routine the entire times you guys have known him. So that may just strike you as normal. Again, it it may have gotten attention from Baron and Driss and otherwise, but it's not a normal thing for dwarves, is a fact. And so, <clears throat> but he he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it during the day. Um, it's something typically at night. Um, may steal time off 
on himself, maybe late nights or whatnot. So, um, but yeah, it, it specifically hasn't affected. It hasn't affected his doing his his duties outside of these couple times where he crowds in Oakhurst. Right. He crowds in, in Miramar. But, but, it, but he is a is a constant. He's yeah, a constant but it's a, re- a regular part of what's going on. It's good. It's a little more flavor. If you would yeah. like a little bit of family in history, so over here in the Dales and the Cormanthier Forest, at the year now known as either 1 or 0 DR, was when the elves of the Cormanthier Forest and the humans of the Dales established an alliance and erected a standing stone to commemorate the uh, alliance, and the humans were permitted to settle in the more um, clear areas of permitted to settle in the more open regions of the forests. Hmm. And that became the event that the most widely used calendar in Faerun is... That was from. 15... There are many different calendars in use, as there would be in a... Is that where Cormier is now? Uh, Cormier, Cormier's right down here. It, yeah, so it's, it's connected Cormier, Thor, and Cormier. And that was 1,500 years ago. Is that all... That stone still standing? I, uh, I believe, believe it is. Did that do some renovation work? Do, yeah. So, like I said, Moth doesn't... He's he's when he's on the march, he's marching like a soldier. A soldier. What are you doing? I'm marching, and that yeah, is like very that much a thing to do. Um, destroyed them. But in his evenings, he is he is at work as well uh, in the Journal of Dergeddon. And after a week, he brings a very precise illustration uh, of the of the the axe that Dergeddon crafted, and uh, next to it, head shaver with. You know, again, like very precise measurements, and you see the, the cross section. He has a he has the piece of the axe that he took with him, and you see how many folds are in the metal, and you see kind of like a little bit of a of a of a, of a sketch of like these intersecting lines, like a, a pretty intricate kind of graph, like a like a ge- geometric uh, like kind of picture of it. He says he sits down with Drusen and he says, Drusen, when we were crafting, when we when we brought the energy forth from the forge. When we removed it, when we removed it off of the axe and brought it forth and laid it into the head shaver, I saw a flash of lines in a in a in a, in a beautiful intricate pattern over these weapons, and I feel like these 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 weaves may may have something to do with the the power and how how the enchantments were structured. And I drew what I saw from my memory, but it was it was such a flash. I don't know if you had if you don't ha- if you had any any greater vision. I feel like at the crux of these enchantments lie. The, 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 the weave the the, the the framing of these of these magics I need I need you to draw me what you saw I need to see what what you saw during that event so if, we're, if we have any hope to 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 encounter and and from what I saw also and you look over at the at the at the, the graphic of he, of head shaver and you see like a weave and like a uh, kind of a, a whatever this, this this drawing this overlay that's a much simpler overlay than what you saw on the axe the axe seemed like orders of magnitude more complex than, than, than this weave that was imbued in, in Headshaver. And he says, it seems that what we were able to bring to Headshaver was just a fraction of the power, much less intricate. Uh, he says, we saw the transformation in the blade and the greatness of the, uh, of, the, of the magics, but it seems like a pale shadow of what Dragan placed on the axe. He says, you must, you must look at my, my, my diagrams and add, and add what you can so that we can understand because I've got a, I've got an idea, a premonition in me. And you look lower on the page. You look up, you look on the next page, and you see a number of like very intricate drawings, like much more so than the metal. The metal, the metal work is definitely kind of detailed and, and careful. But what you see on the next page, 
which is covered with a variety of jewels. You see, like, very specific stones. Again, you see agates, you see, uh, you see, um, cat's eyes, you see, you see rubies and diamonds, and you see just, like, some notes and, like, some different cuts, very intricate, like, multifaceted cuts, you see. And, and, and he says, I see, I see a pattern, a pattern of these weaves that matches the angles of jewel crafting and cutting. And he says, perhaps if I can understand the weaves and the intricacies of the magic, I can enhance it with the materials themselves. He says, I, I at first dismissed Dirgeren's work, but then I saw the layers of the metal and Perhaps it wasn't done as, as intricately, but perhaps there was a reasoning for the layers he chose, how he folded the metal. If I can enhance that with the right gems and the right cuts, he says, he says, I haven't been this excited for crafting in decades, uh, Durson. He says, if you can help me to understand what's happening here, we may have the opportunity to craft something truly great. Got some interesting ideas, cousin. <clears throat> Tell you what, I have yet to crack open those journals of Arundel. But I'm sure there's something in there that'll help. I'll look at it for now. Well, give me some time to read more on what Arundel did, and I think it'll help me have more accurate draftsmanship. And as we have this conversation, Baron does overhear it as well. Uh, he hears his cousin speaking of, uh, of of crafting and and just some of the the the, mm. again, the arcane vision, the, the 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 raw materials that are that are being used and how they might be warped. In creating a greater device, a greater, a greater effort. Uh, Baron is certainly interested. I mean, the crafting of uh, legendary magical items is is rare, extremely rare. Um, so uh, he's very interested in the subject, and he offers what little advice he knows about the subject. I mean, he's not really studied that sort of area heavily, um, but he, you know, he thinks of me odd. Magical fire might help in heating the metal, or perhaps the blessings of Moradin on your efforts or on the weapon itself, if he's inclined. Uh, and how would Moradin? How would Moradin? How would we curry his favor in this effort? He says clearly, the greatest, the greatest item we've ever seen in my entire life is this hammer of all souls. Something that just it's it's just looking on the weapon itself gives me a queer feeling that it is otherworldly. Hmm. Not in any kind or like to the things that I've built or that I've been around my whole life. Because it's it's na- very nature seems foreign. He says, Morin's ways clearly are that much higher than our own, but how could we leverage that and bring that into our own workshops? Would, uh, would Scrim overhear this by chance? Sure. Are you, are you yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. we're, not, we're not doing this secretively. We're kind of just yeah. doing this aside. He kind of like, this is like the evening campfire where maybe you're here, yeah. he's there. And, and he, he would get excited and elevated. Scrim's ears perk up at least, at least sidles over because hearing, oh, hearing yeah, like a hammer. And you find the cousins like pouring over these these drawn, and like he's got the journals of a rune aloud. I mean, Morden has many aspects, and one is certainly of a, of a crafter of. Uh, without compare uh, and there are certainly clerics of his that focus on that element uh, mine has always been more upon the soul forger itself this aspect of you know uh, this divine flame uh, and purity and radiance that it has uh, I've not done much with the crafting or creation don't know but you know perhaps as you said, heating metal or uh, making things malleable—it's uh, a possibility. 
don't know. Much to think about. Much to think about indeed as the days continue and the conversations and the and the topics continue to meander about between the future, uh, the future before you, the what you what you will do when you arrive at Mithra Hall, who you will speak to, what exactly you will tell them. Just, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, speculations on how different people might react and what the best way to go will be and uh, reflecting on the things you've seen and learned in Kunjikar and elsewhere. Um, as more days pass and you're about a 10 day into your journey here, you've got probably about another 10 day in the, maybe two 10 days, uh, in the mountains itself and then a 10 day just on the road, uh, that last little that last little bit around the corner going south. Um, you're hopeful that the that the road when you get there is relatively clear from other recent travels although this far north hmm. certainly nothing's the, a guarantee nothing's a guarantee what's the worst that we've had in the first 10 days weather wise it's um snow blindness i mean it is blowing that's a good point it is blowing cold pretty frequently and uh, uh and that when that wind. wind really gets going it can just be it can just be snow blinding and bear job can just move forward right through it like yeah. it's nothing or it, or um, you know where to hunker down when yeah when it gets when it gets bad enough yeah um, but those uh, so you they have to, pass you have to be conscientious of your neighbors you know the worst the worst away. you've had is maybe a, a a four hour real bad blow through as you just sort of had to stop and wait for it to uh, wait for it to pass that's not bad for well, us I imagine things like you know, there could be potentially like chasms that are just barely covered with snow. Yeah. Um, there are so that, many you know, of those. You take wrong, the wrong step and it's just through the snow into a chasm. You know, so like finding the safe places to walk in those places could make it take a lot longer to make progress because it's like you have to step very carefully. And it's mainly, uh, I believe, Bearjaw and Scrimcorn that are doing the, the, the majority of the you know, looking, the pathfinding and looking out for those sorts of things, with Bearjaw really taking the, the lead on it as, uh, as the one most familiar in this terrain. Yeah. Uh, and she is an extraordinarily accomplished at this. She's done what I do. A, a, a lot of travel through these areas, and well, it does slow down. You know, sometimes at one point, Drustin does fall down up to his uh, up to his chest and do a little thing, but you know, and. That happens. That happens every day. A couple yeah. of those. Um, you know, their bear jaws making <laughs> bear jaws making sure that you don't end up in any man. place that would be a deadly drop through. But there's gonna be you know there's gonna probably be some places where we have to climb. Yeah, we're breaking out like the the ropes and the pitons and pythons and the rusty pythons and, and the climbing the air and, and yeah, having to boulder, having to scale. Oh, she wants to go upstairs. Uh, it's not me do that. Yeah, well, just, just let Sadie through the, the gate on the stairs. She wants to go upstairs. Um, encourage her. Oh, she hasn't gone up the stairs. She's got to just no. push her butt. Nudge, gentle, gentle. Nudge. Gentle nudge, and she'll get up there. She's so scared. She can do it. She can do it. Or you? A little nervous about it. She goes up all the other steps yeah. just fine. She can get up the stairs just oh, fine. She's just afraid of that. All psychological. Yeah. Sounds like she got up. Not not the gate on top of his instrument, though, right? That's fine. Yes, correct. Right. correct. Thanks. So, all right, and uh, it is on the tenth day that uh, it is Scrimcorn 
that first finds signs of the uh, uh, first finds signs of the of a potential Goliath tribe that has come through, and it is because of this How druidic. What uh, just tendons? Uh, is because of this druidic um, uh, sense. What do you call it? You just, you said the druidic that, language. The druidic it's language. The druids automatically find communicate to other druids. Uh, uh, other uh, carvings, and what what he sees is. Uh, what he sees is a druidic carving, not a not a, a, a Goliath uh, marking, but it's a druidic carving uh, honoring the uh, honoring the the nature of the land here, and it is a symbol of uh, it is a symbol of preservation and conservation of uh, of the land. Uh, it, it it marks it marks uh, uh, it's sort of a druid's way of saying that we have taken from the land here but we have only taken as much as we need and we leave the rest uh, and, and we leave the rest for those, for, uh, for those who come after and uh, it's also a bit of a symbol to uh, to other like to, to other druids uh, to perhaps not take more resources more resources from here until the carving itself is grown Shades. over and can no longer be read. Mm -hmm. uh, for the, by then, like resources will have returned. Mm -hmm. um, this marking is uh, this marking is months old, uh, but uh, but does indicate uh, a passing through this area. Right, it's from relaying this to, to the group and uh, Beardrop comes on over and strokes her beard as she leans over and looks at looks at the thing and goes, "What are you looking at?" He says, "This is." Uh, <clears throat> A tribe, a tribe must have passed through here and made use of the resources of this area. Whether shamans or druids hmm. left this here as a as a message to to other like-minded. Does it look different to her, or is it? Uh, if you make a, it actually has a specific rules. If you have a, <laughs> if you do a perception check, I think of, of fifteen, uh, you can recognize that it's there. Oh, she can see it. Um, but you can't decipher it without that. Okay, well, an 18 is I can see it. So he says, oh, you cannot what, learn to read it. Um, yeah, so he, he, he points it out and he says, this is, you know, this, this broken something. branch here and the, the scrape here that looks like a elk uh, rubbing its uh, rubbing its antlers, but this is this is intentional. This is intentional. This is um, meant as a message, but it looks like it's uh, possibly a couple months old, so we're in the right area, just hmm. wrong time. Is there any way to send a message on to your druish counterpart? That could send a one-way message. We wouldn't hear anything back. Maybe to tell them to keep an eye out for us. Right. And uh, and we'd be willing to trade resources for guidance. They would appreciate through that. Through this through this terrain, if they're within, they would be warm to that idea, Berja. Oh yes. They're anywhere within 30 miles. And Beardrop turns and, and when she turns to you, you see, no, yes, indeed, she has a full beard. Uh, absolutely. That is, that is not... <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's, it's, it's icicle, <laughs> it, much as the dwarf beards are. Yes, but it's not nice, like, beards. Mm, I no mean, one it's says a, that's it's a, nice a full beard. beard. It's a full beard, but it's, um, wiry. Yeah. Mm, you know, in the, like, hasn't been brushed, hasn't been conditioned. Like she, she has no idea so, how to take care and, of it. And it's, it's like the first growth. Well, she it's like a beard, a beard yeah. in its, in its yeah. perfect form has been shaved many shaved. times, and so you don't have like those, those first roots poking through. Oh, yeah. No, this gets a little no. bit scraggly on the ends. Like you have like little. It's like hobo beard. I mean, it's really, it's like, 
I mean, plus she's not doing anything with it. And it's like, being, what if you started growing your beard abused. at 12 years old and then had those same hairs at the end of your beard as like a 30-year-old? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, the right. end of the beard the wouldn't look like the, no, the, yeah. the, the roots of, of the beard. Yeah, so, I mean, she's it keeps her face warm, though, so she's not shaving it. Yeah. And the mask, too. I mean, it pokes out the underneath. Beard yeah. comes out of the mask. Honestly, like a teeth, the skull like, mask with a beard below looks pretty imposing. Uh, pretty yeah, imposing. Yeah, pretty it, it's, it's exciting. Um, but yeah. but uh, he says, if they're within, if they're within uh, 25, 30 miles, I can send a couple critters out. See if uh, we can send a message. 25, to 30 miles is weeks in this weather. On some days. <laughs> yeah, send a couple out in a couple different directions and see if we, and basically just hope that they find us. But we're not going to see any tracks months old with the snow, the snowfall we have. You look for smoke in the distance. Perhaps if they are not far, you can yeah. zoom in on that. Could you leave a message for them to find us? Mark says, yeah. why couldn't Onga help us with the search? Onga is busy. Uh, no, no, one, no one knows that. Well, she's assuming. Yeah, Onga's uh, looking after uh, Duma. Uh, leading him to, uh, leading there to Mithril Hall. He's lying. You want to make He's an insight? Lying. I would absolutely like to make that insight. I mean, my, it's passive insight. Passive insight. Not actively oh, okay. looking for lies. That's fine. Yeah. And then, uh, my insight it's... is 14. Oh, yeah. Oh, zero. Passive insight is 17, buddy. Come on, 18. He's a cleric. 11. I got in. 11. <laughs> <laughs> the lies is plain as day to Baron and to Mock. And? Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, uh, I mean, passive. <laughs> passive, is my, passive is not very good. And 13. There's also there, there's a difference between your your insight being capable of, yeah. of detecting that and and sort of being in the state of mind to sort yeah, of be looking for that. Yeah, but absolutely. You're looking for. So I mean, ask the question, his for tell is you ask about. Well, I'm looking. I'm looking to Greg. So yeah, I mean, I, help guide me. That's what I was telling. Yeah, yeah. You he asked about Unga. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, Baradar says maybe Unga can help. And you guys look at Drew and just be like, yeah, can Unga help? I mean, he like takes a step back and then like looks down. He goes, uh, "Onga is uh, looking after uh, Duna," and his cheeks just burn bright <laughs> red. His ears are bright red, uh, and like feeling what's happening, he gets like even more like just ashamed of himself. Uh, where yeah. it is it's obvious day. that he's lying. Did something happen to Onga? Uh, nay, nay. She's just I'll, I'll send her on a mission. Out with it then, Drusen. Clearly, clearly something's afoot. Tell us. Trust, trust us with what's happening. But you're gonna be mad. You're gonna be mad. <laughs> oh, I don't what like What did you do, Justin? <laughs> Albeck immediately, like, shrinks down small. <laughs> puts a little snow over him. He puts a little snow <laughs> on him. Like, mm-hmm. This is what he's been fearing for ten days. Any sort of disruption <laughs> of the status quo in the group is bad for Albeck. It always catches him like the end of the whip. I'll, I'll set her with a letter. A letter for... Grandpappy Amberhelm. What? <laughs> so after we found Geddon's journal, and we found out about what Adric had done, we wrote him a letter, something that couldn't be said in 25 words. Uh, and I've sent... I've sent Anga with it. I, I, I told him that we knew what had happened. And that 
I was willing to talk to him about it. His cousins, at the time, we were being pursued by assassins who were just after me. And, and I thought, I, I still can think, I still think that if, if Grandpappy Adric and I could just talk about it, could just talk, we could find a solution. Bernard like slowly lifting her, her <laughs> mask. Bob says, well, what are you thinking, Drostin? He says, I mean, the, uh, the, the succubus is one thing, the books are another. But Adric, oi, perhaps it works out. And I hope so too. But what of the risks? I mean, I don't know what there is to talk about. He He's responsible for the slaughter of a clan full of dwarves. I, but he's putting, I'm putting you all in danger. Says if, if I could talk with him, even if he, even if the worst happened to me, it would free you to keep investigating. Drusen, what you may not understand, even though I say it over and over again, and you won't get it through your thick dwarven skull, is the reason I'm here is to help you get back into your clan. If you get nicked again, like back with that troll, I'm going back to Waterdeep to pay my debts over a slow, painful, excruciating amount of decades. I don't want to do that. I'd rather help you be on the road with these fine people and solve our problems in a much more exciting manner. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Bear John understands that. (laughs) You're just nodding along. Not not contributing. This is family business. Tristan says, well... We've succeeded at some of what I've set out to do. I, I know now some of why Hadrick had a second hidden tomb for Grandmama Lyriva. And I feel like it's enough to, to pry more information from him. But I knew he would never agree to talk with all of us. I mean, he Mark killed Pelt. a clan full of dwarves to keep his secret. He's already hired assassins to kill you. What makes you think he's in a talking mood? <laughs> Tristan shakes his says, there's something about it that doesn't make sense. And you've got to agree to that. There's something doesn't make sense. a lack of logic. But there is a lot of dead dwarves. <laughs> I... Concrete his, evidence. Many of his public actions don't seem to support all these nefarious things we're finding, but don't you think it's more likely that you just don't know him as well as you think you did? That's why I want to talk with him one-on-one. I sent Anga to how follow anti one-on-one, how about lots on one? How mm. about an entire clan full of dwarves and he's brought to justice and there's a trial and the truth is brought out in an official way. Cousin, it's possible. Or it's possible that ice trolls will kill us. Or it's possible we'll fall through one of those crevasses. Not with me leading you. Boxes, or, I, but it's less likely that ice trolls will kill us when we've clearly killed them. And it's I less likely that we fall down a mountainside when Berger is leading us across. He says, there's an issue of what may happen and what does happen, young Drosten. He says, this is experience. He says, I, you have a good heart. But you simply, for all the roads you've wandered, haven't wandered enough. I understand, Colton, and I understand why you're disappointed at me. But I had to try it. We've got to try anything that'll work. How I soon mean, is Under likely to arrive? 
I dunna know, she's following Rekka, and when Rekka goes to Adric's Hidden Manor, that's where she'll deliver the message. Hmm. Is it too late to recall the message? I mean... Is what's done done? I could... I could cast sending to contact Unga. Or Rekka. Or Rekka. I thought you could communicate telepathically. Uh, within, like, a hundred feet. No, I thought you had a new ability. That That's the sending spell. That's what you just said. I thought you attached something to the... That's how I described the sending spell. <clears throat> now it all comes <laughs> clear. Okay, never mind. Keep going. Mox sits down in the snow. Grim face. To, to think on what to do next with our young friend, Dresden. <laughs> what does... So does he know where we're going? Around him. Uh, Nate, I... Trying to remember what I wrote down. Did you make a carbon copy? Yes. Tristan is <laughs> flipping through his books. Uh, if there's oh, one another bunch of rough drafts. If there's one person who makes carbon copies, it's Dresden. It's Ale Week. Is it Ale Week? Yeah, it's Ale Week. Uh, He's having an ale. <laughs> He's ale. having an ale. Bear, bear job. It might have been her week, but and probably you a know smoke. it's it's fine. And they're in the, uh, I feel like they're in the middle of the trail. Like this isn't like a premeditated no, spot. No, this is a stop. So he says, no, this is in the middle. Nick, he doesn't know where we're going. Uh, I did the right to no, him. No, this is actually it, it's where he found the druidic markings. Ah, yeah. So, like, yeah you're in the middle of walking, Scrimgrim yeah. found something. You He's gathered to talk eight. about it, and it turned into this. He doesn't know where we're going, but I told him that we know about Krundrakar on the pool of lost souls. I wanted to force his hand, cousin. You may have. Like, you may. I don't. I don't want to see his hand forced. I want. Uh, I want an audience with him. I want him to answer for his actions. And those I'll are just two think, different things. I'll just think that if all of us arrive there, if we bring in the other dwarven heads, the families, he may be less likely to reveal the truth than he would with one who has so little power over him. Mark just says, I'm not of the same mind, cousin. I'm more worried for Ricca that he'll kill his own daughter than I feel like likely he'll uh, he'll he'll respond to a, a letter from the nephew that was banished from the clan as an afterthought. My hopes are still high that it comes he comes out clean. Could could some other uh, other forces be behind his bad actions? But, Drosten, it was you yourself who found the original carvings in the wall by his own hand. Who could be behind such actions from so long ago? Who other than, than Adra could have carved those carvings? I, anyone could have sent assassins. I, anyone could have, could have, uh, could have brewed up the orcs to war. It's happened many times in the history. But, the carving, who other than Adric? So long ago. Well, whether it was a good action or a bad to do, I'm sorry that I tangled your cousins. But it's too late now. Is it? But you say you could send a sending to Unga. I could. But I said it's too late. <laughs> what happens if you recast Find Familiar? Or, uh, or, or, oh yeah, I, I also I could just banish her to her be. soul is incinerated and then no, drops I, I that message for Adric in the middle yeah of I also can just dismiss her who's Adric I think I know an Adric yeah. with, seems nice with the power I have over Anga I could banish her mortal form 
I don't think telling Adric that we know helps us. If anything, you might send people to Karundukara to, I don't know, destroy whatever evidence is there. Or, you know, begin gathering forces. Mark asks Justin directly, he says, Young cousin, would you rather be with Rika than with us at this point? He says, Cousins, you and Rika are the only parts of my family I still have. And to be here on this road in the land of Goliaths, overlooking, and, you know, there's just endless Majesty overlooking the entire world. I'd rather be nowhere else. But every day that my presence with you puts you in danger, it weighs on my soul. If I had my choice. We're all in danger regardless. He set the kill order on all of us. It wasn't just you. He nods. He says, but if I had my choice, I'd talk directly with Grandpappy and I'd find out why he did the things he did. Cousin, if you're going to be with us, then be with us. We've got a course to walk, and sometimes playing both sides of the coin, you'll end up with neither. He says, you said yourself that what you're doing, you know has undermined what we're trying to accomplish. You're playing against us here, and what you're trying to do with Adric, it's not a full measure either. To be there in person may 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 work, or may you may learn exactly what he wants, or you may be put under his knife direct. But to send a message there, to walk here, you've got to make a decision, Drustin. And it's not neither Berns nor mine to make for ye. But I tell you, I don't think that what you're doing is right, and I don't think it'll help us get where we're trying to go. So cousin, when I came back from finding, uh, from uh, beneath the ground on that uh, September so long ago with Delg and with Pubis, Having been sent on a, a mission by Uncle Feldrick, and that's the very. I came back and my mom gave me such a beating on my bottom. Do you know what Adric did? And he pulls out that pipe that he uses. Says he gave me this. Said I. I reminded him of himself at that age. Says in some way, cousin, I'm not ready to let go of that, of that Adric, of that grandpappy. The one who was so proud of me for breaking some rules and going on an adventure. It's as if, if I commit myself fully to you as you say, I have to let that Adric go. And part of me still believes he's there. Sounds like the Adric Amberhelm that you're thinking of, that your grandpappy let go of him a long time ago. He looks to Baron, the eldest of the dwarves. Abek's face is the only thing not in the snow. Now. He's got like a straw <laughs> above like the snow level. Like a, like a snorkeler. How do you know he wouldn't lie to you? And would you be able to tell if he was lying? Comes up with some stub story, says, oh, that's why I did it and it was all perfectly reasonable and it was this. How would you know? He sighs. I bring, don't know. Bring down. I don't know. So his Just own heart. His own mouth. I mean, if we wanted to ask him why he sent the assassins after us, we could ask him right now. I can send him a message and say, "Hi, Adric. Why are you sending assassins after us?" Well, last time we sent him a message, he did not. 
He didn't have a reply? No, I think we never, we never did. I thought you sent him a message when we took a... I wasn't there for that session. I thought you did this. There was talk of it, but I don't think I actually did. I don't uh, remember. Do you remember? I don't. Um, I, I don't think we ever sent a direct message. Well, as soon as I got a message, I was debating sending one, one to him, uh, one but came, I sent one to Dell. One came for Ricka, and she responded, I thought. Okay. Yeah. Was it. yeah. Somebody just had a memory of that. Um, I mean, and he could tell us something. Are we going to believe him? He could also have sent a message already if he wanted. With sure, the resources he's he had. obviously capable. He sent one to Rika. If he wanted to contact sure. us, he could. If he wanted a civil conversation. So far, all he sent is assassins. Reported, supposedly. That is message enough, do you not think? I mean, we talked to him. He says something. And what do we do with that information? Says... I'll just think Is that enough way. to say, oh, well, all's well and good. We'll drop the matter and leave and never talk of it again. I'll just think if I could see him. To understand that the things he were doing were for your kin, your future kin. I, I just think, I just think face to face, he'd be truthful. Can it be done? Can it be done without going with Rika to his, to his, his place? I agree with Mock, you can't have it both ways. I mean, you send a message to him in one direction while you're travelling in another. I mean, it makes no sense. I mean, as much as... I mean, I want you here, Justin, but, I mean, this is a poor decision that you've made. So it's closing down. Do you then truly believe that that Adric is gone? That there wasn't any such... That it was just a mask? I don't know for 100%, but I think that... Our grandpa, the great Adric Hamberhelm, you know, the man of legend, uh, is guilty of... Skeletons in the closet. I mean, damning offences. Defences enough that he should be tried and put to death if he's guilty, which looks like he is. All of Krindakar, Durgedin, Arundel, all the dwarves who live there, dead. I mean, regardless of assassins after us, that's a pittance compared to that crime. And, uh, and that crime may have been to cover up something that we don't know how deep Aye. it goes. He killed them in response to some gems and the pool of souls or something? Just to keep something quiet that... So, a crime worth killing a whole clan full of dwarves over seems probably significant. So, something is up. And you truly believe that if I... If I had an audience with him, he'd just lie more or kill me. Nay, nay, the issue is how to get that audience. Bear has the truth of it. How are you to know if anything he says is is the person saying it? Is anyone who can... If, if, if it's the actions of another and not Adric, how are we to know that the message we send is is not intercepted by then either? If we have control of the him. Problem, the problem here is what we face in Mithra Hall on a much lower level. How are we going to enter Mithril Hall and lay any sort of accusation against Adric to the larger community of dwarves? We just simply, we don't have the stature to do that. How are we even going to gain the stature to have that face-to-face conversation? You feel like you're his nephew. We're all his nephews and therefore, oh sorry, his grandchildren and therefore we'll have that audience. We don't. You are his enemy. No, no grandchildren of Adric we'll be able to call him down for, for, for that face-to-face truth-telling. We don't have the stature. All we can hope is to gain the power to have that. 
He says it'll take a lot more effort and many more, much more time to be able to have that conversation you want to have. A simple message here, a spell there, it won't make it happen. We must do the, we must follow the process. He sighs. And he looks at that pipe that's in his hand, the gift from Adric. Kind of walks over where kind of a uh, sort of stone kind of near uh, mm-hmm. a steep slope or crevice. And he takes the pipe and hurls it into the abyss. Causes an avalanche! <laughs> and then he focuses, <laughs> and there's this green glow by his side. Suddenly, Anga is there in hawk form. Not what to know. I don't know if it travels with her or not. Are you saying or asking? Well, how how was it mechanically? Was it was she carrying something physically, or was it a magical no- thing uh, that she was supposed to do? She was carrying a piece of paper. Yeah. As actually can temporarily dismiss your familiar, disappears into a pocket dimension where it awaits your summons. Oh, pocket dimension. So potentially, can she carry something? No. Okay. okay. Otherwise, my familiar could be used for all sorts of. Really the cool things. Cheesy. Cool things. Cool things. <laughs> the things that are duplicated by other spells, which is the general guiding yeah, okay. for if a creative use of a spell duplicates the utility of a higher level spell is typically So somewhere that's the guiding principle. Yep. A note flutters to the ground, Hunts. Yep. Uh and she kind of circles around, confused. <laughs> and then it turns, Jason turns, there's some more serious expression on his face. What cost away that Tadric I knew, that grandpappy I had. We've got to accept cousins. That a man who sends assassins after his own grandchildren, a man who betrayed a clan, allied with Rourke's, no offense, Ardbeck. Not that, that is who he is. Very well, cousins. I'll follow in your steps. But... And I shall mourn the Adric I knew. And he kind of steps back to the path. You may have your conversation one day, Drusten, but we must play Adric's game if we're, if we're to ever have it. <laughs> he nods. Hi. The rest of the day passes without further significant violent incident. I was going to send some love. Druid. Oh, do you so so? So I did misread this as one slight thing. Um, I have to have been to the location that they go to. Uh, um, it's a second level spell. Is there a way I can cast it as a third and just have them go in a direction? Yeah, no, yeah. it's just not I think, what it does. Yeah. Does it have any effect to be cast at a higher level? Or? No, this no, one doesn't do that. I mean, we do so, have longer now, though. It does go 50 uh, miles. True, it goes 50 miles, not uh, 30, so that's nice, but. So but it's got to revisit a location. Well, at this level, all of the ability to communicate some messages is we're in transition. Sparse. Yeah, sparse. It, it opens up significantly. Could he leave at <laughs> few more levels? We don't have yeah, the speaking um, stones. Uh, he he says, uh, you know, I can't. God about that. He says, I can, I can send, a, I can send a bird out, but I can only go to a place I've been before. Um, I'll leave a message to have them follow our trail. And I'll leave a few of those on the way, so maybe if they come across it, they can catch up to us. Hmm. I mean, we're in the territory. Seems looks likely we're gonna run into them. Maybe, but this 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 symbol here is is months old, so hmm. it might just be might be too late. Um, so he 
Carbs and Druidic, just a quick message uh, that basically uh, sums up. What in the phone? What do I want to uh, is that we're travel, uh, basically travelers life. going to Mithril Hall. Uh, we mean to respect the land and we'll trade resources for help making the journey. So <laughs> like they did, he just like takes an antler and is like, that's got the nuance. Nailed it. Yeah, like like I mentioned, uh, was it you know the hobo signs? Yes. 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 Hieroglyphic. So it's yeah, it's basically things that's like we are respectful. We're traveling. Need help. And uh, pretty please. All right. Is it? Camp. I like Set up. Disrespectful. Sleep occurs. Thank you. And the new dawn arises. As you continue to travel through the spine of the world towards the, was it the Fell Pass? Fell Pass? I think that's what it said. Yes. You can pull up the big map if you think yeah. It was not Eel Pass, Fell Pass. That's a different place. Far, far. The Pass of Fields. Strong Fields. Yeah, the Fell Pass. There it is. So the Fell Pass heading down to the Frost Hills, down to Mithril Hall. Oh, great worm cavern. Yeah, so you guys were here and you're so concerned. You're heading over here. You're getting close to uh, just worm. close-ish. Nah, you're not really close yet. You're only a ten day. So another couple days pass, <laughs> but Scrimcorn finds another druidic symbol, and Bearjaw starts finding newer evidence of the passage mm. of Goliaths. What is? Recent travel over land by Goliath look like probably not recent. Much. I mean, no. Well, I mean, it depends on. It looks like maybe there might be some tree you growth know, like, like that weeks. low, that like low. Weeks. Um, no, no, they're they're very well could be. I mean, like signs of a cleared out spot for a fire. You know, when they arrange the stones in a in a pattern to like indicate this is where the main fire is, and obviously there's not going to be like much else there. But there's clearly yeah. stones that have been left in a spot. Um. And, and the clearage of whatever kind of brush or plant life might have been there hasn't grown back yet. Um, Depending on I'm the weather. Just, I'm talking about just snow. traveling through, not an encampment. Well, make. that's what I'm saying. These yeah. these are things that have yeah that, that have been there though. Um, and um, Goliaths have a have a habit of just you know screwing with the environment a little bit. You know as they as they go around. You know like. Trees and things like that have, like, very clearly some slash marks in them. You know, not, like, aggressive, like, I hate you tree, but more like, you know, like, does my sword still work the way I like? And ding, 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 yep, it does. Or no, it doesn't. And, you know, maybe sharpening stones that have been used up. You know, their usefulness passed and tossed. They don't They don't carry things around with them if they don't need them. There's not a lot of, like, nostalgic sentimentalism going on. Are there like various places in the snow where just a pair of them just started wrestling for no reason in the midst of travel? <laughs> Hard to tell in this kind of weather. I mean, it depends on how recently it snowed. There might be, you know, obviously yeah. tracks. I don't weeks. know. It's yeah, if it's been weeks, 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 then, yeah. weeks, then probably not because the, the snow would have covered up yeah. most of that. You know, and there might even be like a carving in, in you know, an exposed side of a boulder that's mm. kind of, like I said, it's hieroglyphic because they don't really write in the same way that other cultures write. They don't write words, but like concepts, you know, so-and-so is here, you know, so there's a someone's personal sigil and then kind of a symbol for like me, this is me. Is is there any evidence of like great deeds along the lines of what Bearjaw's doing? Like, hey, someone just carried this 800-pound boulder 20 feet and then put it down. 
Uh, well, you'd have to tell me that. I don't know. Evidence? <laughs> this, is, this is very sparse evidence of anything. Yeah, Someone was traveling through here. So something much more specific like that? Like that? I don't know. Hard to... Like someone did like a boulder You're not toss. looking at the footwork of boulder a fight to see what people happened, did, but, not, uh, you know, some, some stuff maybe sure. moved, not but, but not a lot. Um, Pylon tosses. Do druidic symbols say if someone carried a boulder? <laughs> 80 feet? So-and-so carried a boulder, 5 feet. Uh, no, the druidic symbols, uh, it's well, similar in vain to the previous one. Uh, thanking the, uh, uh, thanking the, the sort of... Thank you, trees. ...the earth for its, uh, for its resources here, and, uh, a mark of respect as they, uh, as they leave it. Or even stuff like, good deer hunting Ice here. Ice hippies. Ice and, hippies. Uh, yeah, they're definitely... It's like if a viking and a hippie had a baby. And, uh... there. After another two days on the road... Is when it's Drustin that first spots it, assuming he's being attentive. No, is he still reading his books? Oh, is he, he sulking still? <laughs> but his the way his passive perception works is corners of his eyes. He's looking for things. Yeah, but, yeah. but if he's in a book <laughs> with Baron's cloak in front of him, well, I'd say he wants to make things up to mock. So he's definitely studying Arundel's journal now. I mean, Baron's ah. passive perception is pretty good too. I, I know. I'm just I'm, right now. I'm asking about Drustin. Okay. He's yeah, best. he's trusting the others to keep watch. That's that's what I assumed. Just wanted to make sure because the way you described it before, uh, Baron's is uh, the second mm. highest in the group, followed very shortly by Scrimcorn. Those wisdom-based characters. Uh, and so it is Baron and Scrimcorn uh, that first noticed far in the distance. Further north, which means up the mountain a bit, a tuft of smoke wisping into the air. Smoke. <laughs> so it is. Camp? Village? Could be. How much smoke? Just a wee a wisp? wisp you said? Uh, a wisp. Like a dying fire or a beginning fire? Could be a dying fire. fire. Or can make fire too. Could be a uh, dying fire. Can we be sure it's... Uh... It's potential allies. No. Well, it's... Not until we get closer. Oh, you know, it's someone who knows how to build a fire. Sure, I send Anga. not a lot of random fires in mid Anga. I send Anga, who's in Peregrine Falcon form, <laughs> uh, to kind of fly casual circles around and, hey, uh, and see what she sees. Normal. And then once she comes back within 100 feet, she will let me know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she sends off. Poof of feathers. Comes back about maybe ten minutes later, and uh, she could just tell you, right? Yeah. Uh, see through her eyes. Says. Ah, ah, I saw. <laughs> I can. I can telepathically. So there's no voice or accent because it's just it's just thoughts. Yeah. So yeah, trust exactly. well, I'd like Drusen's to believe there's mind. an accent. There's there's a tone. Yeah. What, what well, enters Drusen's mind is, is uh, uh, accent. tense, tense, uh, campfire. Um, uh, uh, and, and lots of, uh, people. Goliath what kind of people? people? She knows big. who people are. She's smart. Big, yeah. Green she's people? It's Goliaths. People? Oh. Oh. oh, well, there you go. There's some Goliaths out there. Okay. Mm. Well, there we go. We'll go and make overture. How best to approach their, uh, Berja? Shall Obviously. Let some, uh, <laughs> should we break loose some very heavy rocks, or... 
Mm. Full charge, armored and weapons, no, screaming no, no, for no, war? No, no, no. How does this work exactly? Because I've seen you greet a number of people who have been introduced to our group over Are we the past few months. Wrestle the village? It's been rather violent. Perhaps. I will tell them. I will. I, will, I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get excited because I don't get to do that very often. Normally, if people who are not Goliath show up, it's not typical to bruise them so thoroughly. But if you want to be respected, consider it. Ugh. <laughs> 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 it's just like so it's a little bit of a climb to get up there. It's like up a couple of the steps up the mountain there. It's going to require some climbing gear and some uh, uh, and some serious work. It's doable. Yeah. You've got uh, you've got you've got a few hours of a sort of scaling ascent. this uh, mountain here of ascent to. Are beards coming on Goliaths? Would you look weird with the beard? Do we need to shave it? Or is I, that fine? Do I do you think I look weird with the beard? I don't know. I think you look She's dashing. She's like, what are you, what are you saying? <laughs> no, I've, I've met, you know, plenty of dwarven maidens who had beards. Oh, well, they... But I don't know if beards are coming among the lights. Well, keep your face warm. Lady Goliaths? Sometimes. Okay. Occasionally. If you're lucky. Very well. Keep your face we'll nice and warm. And see what these Goliaths are it's about. I've never grown right. a beard. This is new experience, but I'm sure it has nothing to do with any recent changes. Feels stout. I feel stouter than usual. <laughs> the dwarves kind of look at each other. For a <laughs> she has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't made that connection yet. Um, okay. Uh, let that one be. I forgot about you. She's never described Garajah's beard before. I just forgot. I I guess maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Amazing. It has potential. It could be a nice beard. Now I get it. You gotta take care of it. Start heading over? Yeah, I mean, um, Garajah also suggests, you know, lighting maybe some fires, so it's like we're purposefully being obvious about Mm. uh, the approach. We don't don't want to be like, surprise! Yeah, because that's just rude. Yeah, I could throw a fireball in the air. Maybe, maybe keep the fireball part out of it. Um, All right, it takes yeah, climbing gear. Yeah, like you Let's know, like, like torches, and things like that. Burning sticks. Yeah, yeah. takes climbing. You're like you're going, you're going up some cliffs here. Mock <laughs> <laughs> breaks out of climbing gear. He has. Dude, can you do kit. spider thing? Oh, I. Do spider thing again. That yeah. was fun. Uh... He says, and Anga perches on his uh, arm, and then he touches a hand to to, uh, Bearjaw, and uh, some of Anga's green glow goes through his body into Bearjaw's body, and Bearjaw touches the wall uh, from a little aura surrounding her hands and feet, not from the skin itself, but from Mm -hmm. the aura, a little roots and vines shoot out. Like, from her fingertips, because she has to do this into the... But if you look closely, it'd be like an eighth of a centimeter, like empty yeah. space. No, I love it. It's kind of magnetic, almost. Um, She's galvanized. If you can carry me, I can help you. Uh, hmm. Well, spider climbing. How much climb. do you weigh? Well, uh. This is not a, a indelicate question in the live culture. I, I, I know that answer because it's written down. Because knowing how much a dwarf weighs is important. Comes up. 
It does. Uh, Especially with bear dragons. He weighs 179 pounds. Uh, hmm. But. So stocky. I have a spell. That makes you less heavy? No, that makes you stronger. I will do that. Only lasts for an hour. Oh my god. Concentration. Oh, please. But it's both strength. Target has advantage on strength checks, and his or her carry capacity doubles. (laughs) So if your carry capacity doubles. Wait, can you carry a sauna? As long as I don't mind being encumbered, I guess. It's really, do we have a strong enough rope? Yeah, I know. It's really a matter of rope at that point. A five man sling. Well, yeah. Much like Baby Yorn with all of you in it. Well, remember with Spider Climb 2, you can just walk up the vertical surface. <laughs> yeah, so I think we're basically using. Water physics! So we all have a 50-foot <laughs> hempen rope. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone else have ropes to create it? I have a rope. I have rope. Two Whatever ropes. rope I had was emptied from my pack long ago. Scrim will, will, will provide his own conveyance yeah. uh, and could, uh, could probably Fine. carry. One other person. I'm thinking either Abek or Oil Vein. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go on the I'll go on the uh, on the Bear Jaw Express. Bear Jaw yeah. Express. Express. <laughs> <Wars> <laughs> on Bear Jaw. The BJX. How far up do we have to climb? It's a few hours of climbing. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Or a few you minutes, may not depending. Wanna... For you hours of climbing with climbing gear. gear. How do you find carrying capacity on here again? I can never. Click on your. Equipment? My capacity. So, oh, spider climb okay. last year. Okay. okay. And then click on your, how much your. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So, your push dragon no, legend is 2,160 pounds. Okay. Speed? Yeah. Yeah. Like, nice. So, she can pull up yeah. 2,000 pounds. Okay. So, I can cast spider climb up to like six times on Okay. So, we'd be clear for you just. I can enhance your ability three times. Why couldn't you just cast Spider Climb on everyone in the group, then? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. But (laughs) it's just so much fun to be carried. It's up to you. That's true. Uh, Because it only lasts for an hour. So we're doing, so, if we're doing hours, a few hours that's true. of climbing. Well, if you have spider climb, it's not a few hours. Oh, it's a few because hours climbing with, is yeah. It's a few speed, hours with climbing like you're climbing a rock wall. I mean, wall. I do like so the idea of carrying you guys, but I also like the idea of all of us yeah. spidering yeah. up a incredibly speed. And it's, it's even slower cliff. than half your speed when you're having to rearrange your climbing gear. If we're as you go. climbing mm-hmm. with spider climb, would it take an hour? Or would we not be finished by that time? Well, yeah, in a lesson. Okay, probably. so if you can move full that, speed, then. assuming there's no one, you can to make a superhero entrance. Bear okay. did get very excited okay. there for a second. Okay, so it'll cost it one, two, two three, four, five, five six, six on our back. Oh. There you go. Perfect. Sweet. Oh, because you're doing yourself. Uh, so what happens is uh, is that <laughs> slots? How are you casting so many times? Uh, I had second level, so I've got three second level and three third level. Oh, smoking if you got him. Smoking if you got him. I mean, it gets us up. Ice trolls and frost wolves. Minor illusion. Minor illusion. Ongo, you love. All right, every client has a wand of magic missiles. Ongo is mad that you pulled her halfway across the world and lied about it. I can cast touch spells through Ongo, and Spider Climb is a touch spell. So she just goes around to each of you, landing on each of you, and you get that same green glow. Albeck gives you a big, orky, toothy smile and says, um, Oh, man, I, I, I really appreciate you you know, using some of your magic to help me. I, I thought you were going to make me have to climb it with my own arms. I, I really thought this was... And he looks up and says, This is where I die. Well, you still have to uh, use your arms. Greg, flying... Could I fly up there in ten minutes? Uh, you want to fly? flying speed. Only if you do this the whole way. Mm. 
Mm. Oh, wait, no, I can't cast on everyone. I forgot. Spider Climb's concentration. Oh, oh. never mind. Oh, back to plan one. And Abek says, oh, I, I guess you changed your mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never <laughs> mind. Okay. Thanks for spending Yeah. I can at least, can I say that I prepared or I learned? Or Because I have Spider Climb, I just didn't have it. Oh, there you go. Can I say that I prepared it? I guess it would make sense that for... If you give them an experience. Uh, yeah, figure out... <laughs> Spellcasters should figure out what their default okay, prepared spells during that. Overland Travel are. Yeah. Just so yeah. We have that, but you go ahead this time, that's fine. Okay. Uh, I can... I become a spider. <laughs> and you glide. I become a giant spider and has the ability. <laughs> spider <Glide>. climb. <laughs> nice. So if you I have spider a spider that climbs named down. And so Bear John and the three dwarves. And Abek. Bear John is pulling the three dwarves and Abek. Yes. I mean, well, I can do it. Yeah, I guess. Well, if he's got spider climb, he can cast on himself or Abek, and then someone can ride down. I can carry someone. I will uh, not be ridden. Do you want to carry Abek? <laughs> I will carry Abek because carry I think you're a man. In his Well, Abek's probably a lot lighter than Abek. Uh, I have a dog, too. He might have and your little five. dog. You might have a dog. Little thing plus a small dog. Less than four. He's big. I'll cast He's it on a large spider. I'll cast it on Abex. He just hope he stays with you. Carry. Now think about that. He's a full size orc. Yeah, he's he's kind of he's taller than Bear. His voice. Odd thing to think about. His voice doesn't sound like he's. No. All right. So I'm a large. Most people are taller. All right. So just just casting some spells to climb up the cliff. So Bear Jaws carrying one, two, three. The three dwarves. Spider is carrying oil vein and the puppy. Oil vein or, or Scrimcorn the spider the is <laughs> carrying oil vein and the puppy. Snoot and Snoot. Uh, uh, Snoot, who is just shivering underneath the. Snoot uh, is sneezing. He's, he's sneezing. Little, he's got a little cold. He's got a little doggy cold. Oh. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, even even under the coat of winter, he's like he's like summer. vibrating against uh, coat of that. summer. He's, trying, he's holding him like a baby. And uh, and Abek has uh, got. Uh, uh, what does it look like when you cast it? Uh, so I yeah need a. What's a vitamin? One one of them. What is it? Vitamin. Uh, uh, pine tar. Pintar. I mean, more like Pintar. what's the effect? You can describe the casting too, but what does it look like when Obex using it? I think so. Anyway. Oh, uh, when Obex using it. Yeah, Obex has to, he, you know, puts his hands and his feet to the wall. And then Oil Vein, like, um, uh, he gestures his hands toward, uh, towards Obex, and then Obex's hands, uh, kind of like, almost like a black. Uh, skin, skin, like, or it's, it's like it looks kind of like almost like a tar, like a thin layer of tar covers Ooh, his good. hands and feet, and uh, kind of lets him stick to the wall a little bit. And Albert starts climbing. He says, "This is weird," and starts climbing faster and faster. He goes, "This is cool." <laughs> Scramble, bamble. Bear, bear John gives him an eyeball, like. And then he slows down. She goes, I'm not r- running away. I was just, uh, I got a little carried away with myself. And he climbs down. That's Bear Jaws mm. suiting up to carry everybody. Mm. Well, Wayne's just like, it occurs to him, I could turn it off. Oil <laughs> 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 well, he said, I want him dead, like but I don't want to kill yeah. him. He just, he entertains yeah. 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 If someone else punches True. Oil Vane yeah. and he loses his concentration. You can die and all you have to do is nothing. All you have to do is <laughs> stop thinking. All you have thinking. to do is just let him die. <laughs> yeah. 
bitumen is what asphalt is. Oh, interesting. You need uh, okay, so to, uh, you're climbing up via your various climbing it's methods. It's oil. And uh, yeah, it's, it's about almost an hour long climb. Uh, you got to keep the pace moving. Like it's strenuous. Even when they get Von Bearjaw, she's having to like push herself to get up there in time. Abek, it's pretty easy for him to get up because he's not carrying all this weight. Um, and Scrimcorn, the spider, I believe, can move even faster. Yeah. And right. Baron, before we start climbing, like he says, Morden, bless my ally, as he touches Bearjaw and her muscles swell. Swollen <laughs> <laughs> than before. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a literal like plumping, like. Moradin, swole my ally. <laughs> <laughs> that means the first time the Goliaths see her, oh, she'll yeah. be even mightier. <laughs> Walking like this. The flaming skull carrying three dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> that hammer is clearly too small for that Goliath. <laughs> yeah. I am bear job. I am bear job. Also known as normal face. You may know me from <laughs> such names as normal face. Mm. As you're about three quarters of the way up the wall, so it's, it's one like segment and then a little flat area, and then climbing mm. up another segment here. Oh, that's convenient. And uh, you hear voices as you're about three quarters of the way up. You see a couple heads poke out, and you hear, "She's got very good arms." Is this Goliath talk? What? What? Oh, like, is it common? She's got very good arms. Oh, Goliath. And another says, yeah. "She didn't fall." And uh, and they Does peek it, like, over the echoes down or peek or? over the yeah they're, they're like possible? talking to each other and they're peeking over the edge and says who he says are you friend <laughs> looks up and says I am to those who bear us no harm <laughs> says we are friends to those who bear us no harm then perhaps we will be friends. For I bear you no harm, if you bear me none as well. Perhaps, friends, it will be, since you bear us no harm, and therefore we may bear you no harm. Indeed, you speak true and wisely, too. Continue your climb, and we will continue speaking up here. Good Potential day to friends. you, sir. <laughs> Please watch as I carry an amazing amount of weight for my size. <laughs> I am watching! Take notes! We will see if you follow We will see die. if you follow die. <laughs> it's like, wow, she's really good at climbing by walking on, on the, the wall. wall. How is she climbing? Oh, she climbs oh, okay. dustly. But uh, I assume it's it, like while you're more out of habit the, than anything. Yeah, well, the spell makes you capable of like weirdly walking up the like wall. Comfortable. It's, no, it's no, also just terrible. Like, it'd be more scary. Like, your head and your hands. and sneezes. She's like the magic things hook onto the wall, and then she's like also gonna find purchase for my fingers on each one. Just you know, I mean, Baron's concentrating. He's a little stretched because if he breaks his concentration, he may fall. He will die. (laughs) Well, also, you know, you never know if a boulder might fall or some snowdrifts might fall. Like that's not gonna keep me from not. Yell at the people up top. Stop distracting Justin. Stop it. (laughs) Two parts concentration, one part confidence. One part confidence. Yes. So uh, yeah, so she she makes it. I'll, I'll catch you guys a in a project. If you fall. Also, pay no mind to the spider. It is with us. He says, "The spider is with you." Yes, there is a very large spider. It is actually a man. Says, I told you. And the other one says, "I thought it was going to eat you on the way up." No, 
Well, I mean, probably not. The orc riding the spider. Well, yes, that's... Also, the orc is fine, too. And the other one says, You do know that this is not the cliff to climb. It sure seems like a cliff to climb to me. Why, are you scared? Uh, no, I'm just saying that everybody else is over there. I'm getting there. My way. And, uh, sure enough, uh, you guys come up first, Everyone's I assume, and then the spider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glad she should definitely be the first get, 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 get person out. Skitter, mm-hmm. skitter up. So you climb up over the edge, you see two very large, eight and nine foot tall, uh, uh, respectively, Goliaths, uh, dressed in, uh, sort of general attire similar to Berja was when you first met her. She's Skins, changed a bit, you know, eyes. with a flaming you know. mask. And, but, <laughs> uh, and uh, a folded beard. Yes. Yeah. Very respectable. Yes, these are clean-shaven, bald, uh, uh, both of them with uh, paint on their faces. And uh, as you climb up, the two Goliaths uh, step back as you come on over the edge. I pull the pull my dwarf companions up <laughs> as well. Make sure they get up before I engage. Confirming. Uh, okay, before you what, engage? I, I pull them. We're all up to the now. Oh, yeah, you're up. Yeah, sure you're all up. You're all, they're all up. Yeah, you went over the edge. Bear the draw, edge. The good edge. Beardaw moves a acceptable amount forward so that the the. Cliff is not directly behind her. Yes. And um, identifies the taller one as the as the leader. <laughs> uh, you just this, these are assumptions that you make as a Goliath. Um, and uh, puts out her hand. Uh, he puts out his hand. Uh, uh, and they were, they're like this far. Apart. And then he grabs it and immediately <laughs> pulls <laughs> tries so, to pull their jaw. So hang on, we're still. Oh yeah. No. The concentration, I'm still going. Yeah, you're still going, so oh, she can just what do how do that's I add strength. that to yeah. this? So, so advantage on all strength checks. Yeah, advantage you have advantage on all strength checks and your lifting capacity is double. Well you can already lift. Okay, that's uh eighteen. Nope, nope, eighteen. Nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Okay, right, this guy got eight. So, uh, <laughs> he may oh, end up in the leader. Spaghetti. <laughs> she does what? It's kind of, she, she throws him. She shoves him forward? Well, it's kind of this motion. Like, she got him, and then just... <laughs> <laughs> flicks him upwards. They never expect the flick. It's a really hard maneuver to pull off. He immediately, they're... like, she sees it coming, where he's going to try to pull her to in, back. to, like, shove her down, uh, shove her snow. down into the snow. She was but there. instead... Like, as he tries to pull her low, in, he just gets flicked upwards, flies four feet up into the air, and then slams down into the snow. Nice to meet you. And he says, Holy dude! He shouts in uh, the language of the Goliaths. I cannot some, hear you with all that snow in your some mouth. Some curses. What's the language of the Goliaths? Uh, Goliaths. Common or giant? Only, uh, no, it oh, is not. Fine. It is Golka, only Golka. spoken by the Goliaths. Amazing. And it has no written oh. form. Told you. No uh, written form. There's no need. What would you do with what would you? What would you write on? The snow? A rock? And, uh, yeah, he shouts out and he says, She flung me four feet! And, uh, as he slams into the ground and says, Oh! And, uh, uh, and gets up and says, 
what brings such a mighty warrior to our uh, to our encampment here? And then I assume a spider climbs up after that. Yes. <laughs> and drops an orc. Oil vein and plop plop. Him. <laughs> oil vein and a puppy. Wait, was oil vein? Were you getting carried or was, spider climbing? I was carrying him. Oh, so Abed got spider climbing. Bear, bear, yes. job. Gotcha. bear job regards him and wait, waits until he gets on his feet. And then Abed climbs over last. Bear job says... And he sort of stands back. Before before I answer your questions, I believe I am old one as well, being as I have vested you in moderately difficult combat. Um, I am bear job. Winterborn sister of Clan Redfrost, child of Hornshot and Wild Eye, proved by Storm Truth in honorable trial by combat, and I have killed a black dragon. What have you killed? He says, I am, uh, he says, I am Marvavik Silent Finder Egna Valethe. No, you tell the full name, so. He says, I, I am a slayer of a great bear that threatened our village. Oh, a big bear, huh? Uh, and, and, uh, well, that, that's it. <laughs> okay. He must be young. He says, today I am, uh, today I am the scout captain of our tribe. All right, you do okay, you find me. And says, he says, what are your intentions here? Intentions, okay. Intentions. And now you can see behind him. This is a big. What we are doing. This is a big flat area, can and you, you all can see behind. There are several. Uh, well, let me pull up the traveling. Peace. Traveling and snowbane. Oh, yurts. Yurts. Ah, yurts. Good old. A whole set of yurts. A whole bunch of them, all set up. And these don't look like the kind of you. You know, these are not the kind of tents that are set up for a single night stay here. This is surely an encampment. Uh, uh, the fire is still uh, uh, smoldering. It looks like maybe kept just slightly alive uh, mm-hmm. uh, as the smoke is pouring up into the air. And then you realize you're hearing some shouting and yelling coming from the distance. And it, uh, uh, it sounds like cheers and uh, cheers <laughs> and jeers and uh, and as your attention is drawn in that direction, a cliff face that is opposite the you know opposite the the encampment that you see before you, you see several Goliaths all climbing up on uh, uh, on the cliff face. They're like racing, moving uh, <laughs> up towards the top. It doesn't look like a competition. It looks like sort. a cliff race. <laughs> a classic Goliath cliff race. Bears are very familiar with these. Ooh, that one's really. Mok just says, uh, Bear see, and you'll Dwarven, see we have like... one. Oh, hang on. I didn't yeah, change the uh, obviously. Well, who would know the stories of Snowbane? And mm-hmm. who can help us find our way to Mithril Hall? Is how is, I'd like uh, to know. How is a Goliath tribe, clan organized? Oh, well, there are some elders, there are sisters and brothers, and there are children. Okay, so who should we talk to? Mm, I would say... Elders? Elder, um, perhaps the scout or the warrior perhaps would have okay. that information. It depends. I mean, we certainly <clears throat> are vast and varied natures. Alright, you take the lead. 
uh, Merja. Okay. Yeah, when they when Berto's been talking to the other Goliath, aside from him cursing when he got thrown, are they speaking in Golka or? Well, she was about to ask them to swap to. And Mon gives common. one eye around the village and he says, "Berja, is there any chance the Goliaths will take all that we have?" No. She shakes her head like she's very she's certain dwarven. of that. I prefer like, not to have a fight with speak your dwarven. 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 She, I prefer response, not to have a fight with your people. No, she's not. Goliaths are an honorable people. We are not... The captain here, Silent Finder, responds Silent in Finder. very broken Dwarven. Uh, he says, we do not steal. I told you so. Mock gives him a nod and he says, this is the first time I've been to Goliath society. He says, This is Mock. Oh, then welcome! He says, He says, You are guests here. Come, come! You can see the end of the race. He says, We should go he see. Says, uh, he says, Aye, do you have drink? He says, oh, We yeah. do have drink. They have. I will come! And then I will Do you like it. fermented ram's milk? No! I will try to drink Couldn't though. say. <laughs> okay. I haven't had it but in a while. I'm drink kind anyways. of excited. Oh, and he says, our fermented rem's milk is the best. We shall see. Get the and, uh, she, she, she leads you on over. Fronting a little bit. Like, leads know. the whole group over. He sort of glanced around at each person and... Yeah, I'm not uh, a spider anymore, by the way. Just, yeah. just to clarify. <laughs> clarify. How did it look turning from a spider into a scrim? Um, is it worse than turning from scrim into a spider? I mean, I, I think it's it's like the legs retracting into kind of like a gross, like, bulbous, like... It was a large spider, so... Do you need, like, part of a carapace behind? Uh, no, no, it all it all gets kind of retracted in. Um, okay, thank you. And there's going to be some light kind See, of like... I think low. going back to a human is worse. I think going back I to know. human is probably when, worse. When he transforms into a spider, like, stuff sprouts out of him and becomes a big spider, but then he is the scary thing. And he's like, right? He's done. When a bunch of spider legs and mandibles pull into a sort of humanoid body, you're like, they're still in there. And I don't know what makes them come back out. So that, to me, is like an ongoing, frightening thing. Mystery. And like, the abdomen... Like of the spider is the size of a man anyway, so <laughs> yeah. it doesn't like it doesn't need to like change volume. size that yeah. much. No, really, just everything just pulls into the abdomen, and, and the abdomen becomes scrimcorn shaped. Two of them on the top and two of them on the bottom just come in a little bit less, and then turn into arms and legs, and he yeah. kind of gets up. And when spiders shed, <laughs> they basically because they have an exoskeleton, they, have the they basically body. pop open a trapdoor on the back and then just wriggle out. <laughs> like that. Idea I hate of animals with exoskeletons. <laughs> Like a back pops open and screen court just like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like Alright, right, so he does change. He changes back. Okay. He's looking around for a druid, he's looking around for a shaman. Uh because we can also speak druidic and now I can be that guy. Yeah. Oh no one can There is an elder druid in most Goliath societies, so. What about this race, though? Try yeah. this race. Oh, yeah, we gotta, we, gotta we gotta make some money. And drink that race. We gotta watch that race. Ram spell can race. I mean, yeah, um, they, they head on over, and you see Goliath like moving up both swiftly and slowly compared to how fast I mean, Bearjaw was. You can't climbing. really compare. But uh, <laughs> they seem to be racing up towards the top of, uh, uh, top of a cliff the there. And. Uh, uh, yeah, they're, just, they're heading up, and there's, you see a bunch of Goliaths standing at the bottom and standing up, and they're shouting Little Goliath children running about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Goliath children are climbing up on the Goliath adults and saying, I won the race! 
in Golka. Yeah. Or say, I win the race! And then jumping back down. <laughs> Others are speaking in common. They seem to be using common and Golka pretty... Uh, interchangeably. Pretty yeah. interchangeably here. Good people. I mean... Uh... Markets himself a, a big flag of the ram's milk and yeah, starts tr- picking drink winners. It from a, drink, a, drink it from a horn, you know, like a like a ram horn, though. So it's gotcha, perfect. He comes in and says, uh, uh, and says, ram's ale for our uh, for our guests. And uh, uh, someone immediately just sort of brings out uh, brings out a big like, pitcher and uh, pours it into whatever flagons you uh, you present. Yeah, just keep putting it into there. Is it possible to get? Fresh ram's milk. I mean, you have to negotiate with the ram, I suppose. <laughs> well, if that's possible, I'll go ahead and do that. Yeah, as you look around, you do see that uh, amongst the uh, amongst the, the the yurts and bonfire, there is uh, an area where uh, several rams are uh, are corralled with uh, uh, no, they're just like tied up to like big posts. So it's not like a herd, but it's more like the family goat or the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, not like any by individual yurts. Uh, uh, it's like like exactly. staked down. There's a whole it's yeah, a herd. It is more like a herd. Yeah, like, a smallish one. Yeah, herd is the word. And, uh, yeah, so you see yeah. that, and he says, fresh ram's milk. <laughs> are you a baby? And he says, are you an elf? Uh, yeah, I'm, explain I'm, I'm, whoa, And he's uh, like, he gets real close and looks at your ears. <laughs> close talkers, these close Goliaths. talkers, some Goliaths. Hey, hey. Do you know the drow? It says, the okay. drow, yes, mm. the dark elves. But my mother was one of them. It says, you are half-blood? Half-blood. Other half-blood. <laughs> That's weird. And he says, <laughs> does that not blood. make you a weak elf and a weak human? Mm. Fuck him up. You fuck him up. <laughs> no, Bear does. What do you think? Yeah, fuck him up now. <laughs> he will respect you more if you, if you don't take his <laughs> he shit. T- he, he kind of like hoists up the dog a little bit higher and turns inside. Just tell me where the milk is. Just tell me where the milk is. That's good. That's so cute. <laughs> sort of has a little bit of a sneer on his face and says, <laughs> he says, you can go, uh, uh, he says, you can go talk to. Uh, Beg off the generosity. Mm, the yeah, talk to Long Vigor. He is uh, 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 he is managing the herd today. All right. Just means he has much stamina. The length long, of the vigor is. Long Vigor. He is. He'll be he'll be with you in three to five hours. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, as Mark, uh, get your drinks and yeah, you, you see the race. He's drinking. He's kind of cheering and. Whatever, I think he's trying to strike a conversation, dropping some dwarven, dropping some commons, trying to get the chatter going on. Drops like, a little elvish, drops a little orc, figure out what languages do they speak and which ones do they not speak. That's yeah. important to suss out quickly. He's dropping it, he's trying to catch someone's attention, he's starting to like get the toast, you know, well, yeah, slipping into that noticeable carousing attitude that you guys have oh. seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as, as Mox sidles up with some of the like cheer, the, the, the crowd that's cheering, a couple of like look over and they... They look surprised, and not over. They look down. Yeah, like at he's like hips. hitting people on like the hips. He's just like, "Hey, you, like, what about that one?" And, like, and they look and they're sort of like, like taking aback for a moment. Times, like, they looked at the guy next to him at eye level and they're like, "What the fuck?" And they're just like, "Oh!" <laughs> they look, but they look back to the race. They yeah. uh, they're, they're okay. excited. And as Mock, a uh, uh, child, post. as you're yeah. looking up, <laughs> you see the the topmost Goliath is on top. He's the only one wearing a backpack. 
like uh. a big backpack, a big bulging backpack oh. as he is. He is climbing and like he's throwing himself up. He's a show. Uh, uh, he's grabbing like a ledge and throwing himself up four feet at yeah, a time. Doing the traverses they call when you launch yourself. Yeah, he's doing that. And there's another one like scurrying quickly, more like quick grabs, but uh, more like climbing up like a spider who's neck and neck with this guy. And uh, uh, and then the and then the. Uh, 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 what am I saying? And then the, the guy with the backpack reaches the top first and immediately just like drops one hand and then you see him just like scraping the rock as he is dropping rapidly down. Oh, Another it's up and down. The one that was next to him, <laughs> uh, uh, same thing. He uh, he starts sliding down as well. Uh, uh, and the Goliaths below that see it, that aren't there yet, they like swiftly get to the side. And it's just like they're dropping. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, learn into it. And... Uh, <laughs> The race continues as the guy with the backpack is slightly ahead, and then when it's about uh, 65 feet from the bottom, the one who is a bit behind without the backpack, you see him turn his body and then launch with his feet off of the wall and just goes <laughs> head first off of the wall in a free fall straight down to the snow. And, uh, uh, and as the other one's sliding down, the guy that launched from the wall hits the snow just before and tucks into a roll, and uh, the crowd explodes. I kind of like the idea Tree that... killer! Tree killer! Tree killer? Bob's like, tree killer! Tree killer! Scrub's <laughs> <laughs> like, least dangerous foe. <laughs> Uh, we did fight some rather nasty trees ourselves. That's true. <laughs> Lumberjack. <laughs> I bet people are like, what do the trees ever do? <laughs> <They're> <laughs> trees oh. Is that why there are no trees here? Leave them alone. They talk to farm. And the crowd goes wild and runs on over to the uh, the two of the Goliaths that are now on the ground. The others are racing and some people are watching, shouting out. Maybe for, uh, you know, maybe it's their moms there or something. Bets uh, have been <laughs> lost. Bets have been won. And, uh, yeah, so... Currency changes hands in the form of... Stuff. Barter. Barter. Just, yeah, stuff. Like Sam, dried yeah, meats, yeah. a flagon hand, from yeah. one hand to another. Nice blanket. Another hand. Yeah, nice blankets. Blankets. Real nice blankets. Real nice blankets. Really like, big teeth. And Mock's done a lot of gambling in his time, and he's seeing that there's a lot of debt repayment where this person is handing a flag into this person, who's like, yay, but then hands the flag into that person. He, he's like, he took a bet from him, but then bet against him on that. I'm he's like, this is a complicated set. Hands to another person, keys to a yurt. Yeah, <laughs> keys to a yurt. Like, whatever. Keys to yeah. the ram. A nice, a nice stone sled. <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, and you see just a crowd around uh, who tree must killer. be tree killer as he is limping over uh, closer to the yurts as uh, as he <laughs> is doing that and they're all uh, they're all cheering but no one is giving him a shoulder as he uh, yeah. as he is doing this and uh, uh, would be rude. he's just pumping his uh, pumping his fists and then uh, but several others are over to the uh, backpack uh, backpack guy which you realize not a guy at all. It's a uh, uh, it's a lady Goliath who uh, takes off Was the backpack, baby? and then when she drops it, it just goes thud oh, okay. onto the like, ground, and you realize that it must be filled with rocks oh, as it slams what? into the snow, and she just cracks her neck and uh, uh, and starts walking back to the to the yurts. That is some confidence. Uh, quite a show! What a spectacle! Truly amazing feats of strength. 
Uh, and Mock kind of like hits the captain in again, and he says, uh, "I slap a lot of asses." <laughs> basically, Luckily, basically that's he's not the captain. He says, uh, "When's the next one? I want to bet." He says, "Oh, that's uh, that's all there is for today. We are uh, unless says, you rile them up." He says, "We must hunt. We must gather." He says, he "says work must be done. That is the spectacle for this afternoon." Mock frowns. Somebody says, mm, uh, mm, "Seems important." I'll I'll be with Berja. Grabs like snacks, like one more flagon, and goes over to find where yeah. you guys are at. And now you have to like keep track of Bearjaw too, because Bearjaw, yeah. while, while dressed differently and has the well, like, I just look cool for the flaming, as long as there's a the flaming mask, mask, the flaming blue that's, skull on her head. That's helps. the bit that she is wearing it, right? You, oh yeah, what? you usually. Usually, it's pretty easy, you know, because she's, like, the biggest thing in yeah. mm-hmm. Um Now there are, like, eight-foot Goliaths, nine-foot Goliaths, you know, not... Plus. Not, yeah, a little bit, you know, they're... they're and change. They don't, they don't typically top ten-foot, but... Um, but, you know, it's a sea of very tall people, and you're, you're small, so you're, like, you know, looking up. So the fire is helpful. So Mock... Bearjaw uh, keeps it, like, up, though. Is Bearjaw, like, is she surrounded by people yet? Is she kind of, like, playing it cool? She has... The spectacle has, 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 flaming has, mask. has word already spread. Yeah, that's, what I, I'm, that's what I'm getting at. I think so we're getting there. as Mock uh, uh, join, you know, has joined in with the with the with the carousing of the yeah. uh, of the cliff race here. Where are the others? All of you positioned? Like, are you sort yeah, of like staying huddled together, yeah. like taking it all in in the moment? That's my what's yeah. in my imagination. Tell me if it's different. I'm, I, I'd say Scrimcorn is definitely uh, sticking with his with his brother. Anyone who's not like mingling with that, he's he's with the uh, with the crew who's just kind of like watching this, but he's still keeping an eye out for a for a shaman or a druid. Oh, druid type. He can basically mainly so he can be like, "Yo, I think I saw your message. It's nice." <laughs> Are you Baron? Baron is so staying close to his cousin, uh, but he's which cousin? Uh, that one. Mock. Okay. Make sure he doesn't get in trouble, for one thing. Gotcha. Uh, and also just, uh, but he's he's having some Rams ale, um, but he's going easy on it because he's mostly just looking and watching and trying to get a feel for these people and uh, anybody important, anybody, uh, figure out who the leaders are, what the pecking order is, the hierarchy, if he can, I don't know. Yeah, usually... Um it's a little tricky to uh, suss out at a glance. The people yeah. are not wearing uh, people are not wearing like clothing or crowns or, or mm. things that s- much uh, demarcate. What's the right word? Status. Sure. Yeah. The, uh, the 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 status in the tribe. Um, uh, but you're looking. So you're sort of like looking around to try to figure out what's going on. One thing does catch Baron's eye uh, uh, is there is, a, <laughs> there is a there is a Goliath. You guys are pretty still close to the yurt now. The crowd is moving in this direction, and several are starting to gather around Bear John. Some sort of conversation is starting as Baron is uh, uh, sort of surveying around, and he sees uh, uh, he sees one Goliath that is not like moving around uh, and acting like all the others. The others are seems like a very like like minded. Uh, uh, tribe here. Like, everyone's moving in. People are, like, grabbing tools. The, uh, there are groups, like, uh, pairing and tripling and quadrupling up and, like, starting to head out. You see some clearly hunting tools. Like, they gather and they're, like, starting to move out. Javelins. Barely even any discussion. Yeah, javelins. Barely even any discussion as people are clearly just, like, moving on to the next 
phase of the day. But there is one per there is one who is uh, uh, who is sitting uh, outside of a yurt, just on the ground, and uh, he's sort of like slumped over, uh, uh, holding his sides, and uh, uh, he's just got uh, like a frown on his face. It stands out because it's the only one sort of not in. This seems at all like beneath peak condition, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Looks injured. Exactly. Uh, looks maybe more like uh, maybe maybe uh, sick, maybe malnourished at a glance. Huh. Uh, that's so that's what Baron sees sees straight away. There's a lot of Juice things in. moving simultaneously here. Juice has been feeling kind of morose since he threw Adric's pipe down the cliff. It was a nice pipe, objective. Yeah, it was. And, I mean, he doesn't really have a replacement pipe. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, can't smoke. Yeah, yeah. it's a dramatic yeah, moment. He's, he's like, he's a utility. Yeah, yeah, he's feeling kind of uh, withdrawals. But uh, so <laughs> he, he also just feels like this last little bit of hope he's had about Adric has vanished. And uh, so he's kind of wandering about, and then all these Goliath children run over to him, which are basically his height, um, and start, like, jumping around him, dancing, like, laughing about his red beard and grabbing his glasses. So he oh, takes gosh. out his uh, little surf neblin labyrinth and flicks it and creates a minor illusion of a snow rabbit jumping around, Aww. and they all go chasing after it, and he kind of laughs and starts following the children. <laughs> his spirit's being picked up a bit. Hmm. That's the last you ever see Tristan. I'll introduce my new character. It's a Goliath child. Goliath child. Tristan's <laughs> clothes just walks up. I understand. Uh, got me everything he knows. <laughs> Where's your glasses? Everything. Just some blood stains. Uh, I missed the last thing you said you were doing. Oh, he cast minor illusion of a snow rabbit to oh. run off, and they all go chasing after it, and then yes. he kind of like runs after them too. Uh, on the one who's looking poorly, Baron's first thing is maybe he can aid this person, but the same thing, he knows nothing of Goliath culture. He doesn't want to, like, oh, you healed the one we had deemed, we'll get no food or something. Like, <laughs> so he's going he's gonna to check out with Bear Jaw first before he makes any moves in that direction. Uh, Alright, so he heads over to Bear Jaw, mm-hmm. and Bear Jaw is already she's, in she's conversation. She's recounting the, te- the tale of how she became normal face at the moment, you know, telling him about all the different kinds of, mo- like, dwarves, and I suppose people, you know, humans and stuff, you know, that tried to, tried to defeat her, and she's reca- she's, she's embellishing it, like, dramatically. It's I not, it's not, not like... Not lying, but certainly like, imp- but like you know, playing it up like extra, like giving it a lot of flair, and you know, describing the like gouts of blood that you know. Like, are we talking ESPN announcer, or there was ten of them when there was two? ESPN. Okay. No, she's she's honest, yeah. but definitely giving it that sort of so an like, extremely dramatic and telling, a dramatic but honest telling. in the facts. Yes, yeah, honest yeah, yeah, yeah. in the facts. Goliaths know better than to to lie about their achievements. Mm. Because that's just lying to themselves. But and every spurt of blood is definitely described. Oh, absolutely. You know, every bit of it. Um, you know, she's like showing them like little scars that she's got from things. And, and she starts showing them the uh, the dragon's teeth that she got. Because, I mean, that was what she led with. Because that's currently <coughs> the biggest thing she's ever killed. So that's what you... It's real big. Yeah. That's what you talk about. You know, she's explained that. And she says, and this guy. And she points way over to where... Um, Scrimcorn is, and she goes, he plays a mean game of bladder ball. And, uh, but I, did, uh, I still won, though. Goliaths perk up, and they say, 
You played bladder ball with uh, uh, with I, that one. I wanted to play with an acid pouch, but it didn't work out. It says, "Is that like, is that like goat ball?" It's like goat ball. Yes, Indeed. you can play well, it with a goat. goat it's like Scrum's gonna rip on that ride. <laughs> He'll tell you. That was while we were busy hiding from, you know, like monsters and the, and the, 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 like the dragon was freshly dead. One of them we says, were, Why would you hide? Because we. You did are a normal face! Because we did not want to have the fight there, obviously. It was not big enough and not enough spectators. And another one of the Goliaths just like elbows the first one and says, yeah, obviously. That's <laughs> yeah, Sven. It's not cool that way. It's not cool. Um, they, Sven. Um, uh, Silent Finder is staying nearby, uh, uh, nearby sort of Mock and Baron and Bearjaw, which is sort of uh, uh, close by. You assume someone's going to come out in some sort of official capacity, but no one has come yet. It just sort of brought you in. Uh, it may have been Bearjaw's opening handshake that sort of just solidified the visit. Yeah. One guy, did he yeah, identify really himself as a captain? He was a scout captain. He said scout captain. Yeah, the one who was talking to the Bearjaw originally. Yeah. Was he anywhere to be seen? He's right here. He's he, right is, right here. he is, he is right Silent Finder. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Silent Finder, it seems like. I can't remember all their names. Silent Finder, Tree Killer, yeah. Stone Frightener, yeah. Long Vigor. Long Vigor. If you can frighten a stone. That's, stone Frightener. That's yeah, pretty that's good. Fucking pretty they pick their own uh, names so Baron, like eight when they do it, so it's... So Baron sidles up to Bearjaw. Yeah. Hi, Baron. Yeah. Uh, this is my friend Baron. He can make fire. Aye, fire. Lots of that. Uh, there's one who's looking a bit poorly over there. Everybody's head swivels. That one? There's an immediate shift in the crowd mm. when you ask this. Yeah, like, Bear Jaw does this. Well, mm. silent, and it is extremely obvious to Bear John. Perhaps yeah. did not even occur to her to, to even comment on it. To, to fill yeah. anyone in. In fact, it is the commenting on it that would be a problem itself. That is clear as day a, uh, a Goliath who is in the middle of a shunning. Oh. Which uh, it's never spoken of among Goliaths, but when a Goliath is sentenced to a shunning, they are ignored and treated as if they do not exist in the tribe, and they uh, they essentially do not exist in the tribe until the time of the shunning is over, depending on the crime the that they the infraction that they committed to end up in that state. But no, not even a, a time frame is mentioned. It's just sort of a collective body language amongst Goliaths. So as Bearjaw walks in. She, she can just, just see the way people move like when they walked by this one sitting there that was just like obvious that she also will not acknowledge, even acknowledge yeah. to do. So yeah. when Baron even mentions it, there's like a sort of a shift in the crowd. Yeah, and she, like I said, gives you kind of this like... Mm. Oh, okay then. Moving on, he can make fire! <laughs> Mock says, and the crowd all now looks at Bear. Poor Ramsell! Can you do the He's thing? He's getting a little bit drunk off of. So, no one ever established how strong the Ramsell is, record, uh, you know, well, relative to a typical glass of ale. I would say it's probably on par with a really strong dwarven drink. Okay. Um, like hard alcohol like or hard, like, like hard like liquor, spirits. like like spirits. Yeah, okay. Um, because yeah, guys are huge. No. Yeah. So they need something high alcohol content to kind of counteract the fact that they're enormous. Yeah. Now dwarves, 
they're just hardy, so they yeah. need high, high level of alcohol because they're super hardy. True. So it's like so it's pretty comparable, and and you know there's trade that goes on between them, so they True. they kind of catch on to each other's tastes occasionally. Works. So so yeah. So very very reasonable. Is mock, I mean reasonable now that the festivities work. over, is it inappropriate for Mock to continue to call for more drink? It's fine. You're well a guest. Received? Mock is leaning into his his his, his uh, VIP, VIP privileges. <laughs> well, yeah. Plus, you're a dwarf, so you know they're they're not going to expect you to act like a Goliath. Lightbringer, uh, uh, Lightbringer says, "Come, come, meet the chieftain." He says, "Have a uh, uh, have a flagon." Ah, uh, of course, the chieftain bear. We must go immediately. Oh, right. Uh, close to you, fire. Uh, is there a nice? 50-foot-wide spot somewhere that's clear. Oh, yeah. uh, there's that cliff face. That's currently clear-ish. Some of the the, the, the climbers are still, like, climbing down the slower oh, ones. One. You yeah. can just melt the snow on them. It'd be good. It'd be good. It'd be a okay. funny joke. <laughs> okay. Uh, he casts a fireball on an area. Fireball? <laughs> yeah. First time he's cast it, actually, he says, Morden, grant me a spark from your ever-burning forge. As, it does, like, a conflagration. As a fireball goes, and there is a 40-foot uh, wide ball of fire that erupts and, be- and and burns everything in the area. And the, the <laughs> snow just turns to water and splashes out in every direction and one of the Goliaths that was climbing down is kind of nearby, loses his grip and falls to the snow and the, the water, uh, you mean. falls now to the water less, less snow less to- <laughs> And uh, like, all leads, the splash. the clap. Like, and the, really, the Goliaths all clap and says, Ben, Firebringer! And uh, they, uh, and then the crowd just disperses and they continue they to like form up like into that, groups. Like, yeah. Kind of like, they, you know, me and they're like, awesome, back to work. Back to work. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Silent Finder uh, uh, brings you, just yeah. uh, as you all to come. True follows to meet this chieftain. And uh, there are many uh, stones set up near the fire and in front of yours. There's like plenty to uh, to, to sit down. As uh, rocks, enjoy your rock chairs. Okay. Uh, as the 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 female Goliath that had been carrying the backpack walks on over to uh, uh, to you all and sits. Uh, uh, no, it doesn't sit. She stays standing and she says, I am Stonefist. I am chieftain for today. I am Bearjaw. And uh, she runs through her entire previously stated um, introduction. It's a bit long. Uh, uh, she sort of frowns and nods and says, mm, impressive visitors to our, uh, uh, to our encampment today. What brings you here? And she actually, she... Two things, right? We've got two She looks two around at each of you and says, Such a varied group of people that you uh, that you keep company with, uh, Bearjaw. You are correct. They are all very different in their own ways, but all very capable. And, and she, you have maybe heard of Firebringer and Goat Ball-like game player. Yes, it's this. Wow. Bladderball, Good. I heard. Bladderball. Uh, she seems to, like, not care about Bladderball. Oh, and it's okay. He can also turn into a spider. I hear that he is a Bladderball loser. And 
Now that, that. They did see him climbing in the guise of a spider. That's true. Spider-Man. Don't worry, we will make you Spider-Man yet. uh, Yeah, it's actually Silent Finder that says, he climbed as a spider, and I do not mean looking like a spider. He was a spider. Bach employs an extremely crafty trick he's learned at bars ages ago where he just sits there quietly listening respectfully, but with his cup completely upside down. Just like, hmm, yeah, 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 very interesting. Drip. (laughs) And uh, uh, Stone Fist uh, uh, snaps her fingers, and you swear the, you swear the, like, the the snow vibrates with this the with the thunder crack of the snap and uh, and someone comes out with another large like pitcher of, oh, and fills any flagons to. that are being held out. I wasn't trying. To, oh, that's great. <laughs> Scrim would be worried if we were in Dwarven Company, as Mock was concerned about his behavior while wearing the armor. But there's something about like we're drinking in like a backwoods like Yurt. nowhere town kind of thing. <laughs> So it's all I, fine. Scrim's like he it's can, been a long time, he man. Can, he can get into trouble here and we're we'll we'll move on. on. Weeks ago, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> and uh, get a little more leash today. Yeah, like two. This particular <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> a half. We can have. And weeks. the chieftain looks around at the uh, at the stones and noticeably picks the tallest of uh, of the stones that is set up and sits down on it. Uh, uh, so her head is a clear six inches above Bear Jaws uh, uh, in her city, seated position. But she's still just short of the top of the flames <laughs> looking up above Bear Jaws' head. <laughs> bling, You ask, you ask, um, why are we here? Yes, okay. So, firstly... We are looking for a pathway to Fell Pass. Hi. Fell Pass. We are looking for the say, the most direct way. Does Fell Pass? Where is that? Uh, she describes it in general terms, um, being that she's never been to that specific area. But like, just describe. Do you mean relation. the pass in between the large trees and the uh, strange boulders that sort of look like a man? What kind of man? It says a, a medium tall man. A man who is smiling, or is he upset? This is a very upset man. Yes, that is the one. He says, "Yes, we know the way." Oh, good. We would like to know that way. He says, "You seek uh, to uh, to to avail ourselves of your wisdom in that." Pathway, yes. A guide! A trade could be made for this information. Good. And perhaps, if you know, the most recent stories of Snowbane would be very helpful to us. He says, you want us to form a moot? You want a storytelling competition? (laughs) True stories. A true storytelling competition. This very night, he says, that we can do. Okay. She, she forced my hand. She likes that idea quite a bit. Nods her head. Mm, yes, it sounds like a good plan. She says, yes, it will be done. What will you give us? Hmm. Feats of strength, perhaps? She says, no, we are done with the competitions for the day. Until no. tonight at the storytelling. No, I mean real <coughs> strength. Throne shade. Like building shit? Like, like what, what kind of problems are you facing? Yes, what... What do you need done that what, what you have not yet been face? able to do? It says, For we, your people. It says, As it chief. is 
It is winter. Food is always the most challenging problem for the tribe. It says, half our, uh, half our tribe is tasked with hunting every day. Who is hunting now? It says, uh, out now, it, uh, uh, it says, my captains Lumberwalker and Hardhaller are leading the hunting efforts. What do you hunt? It are says, there caribou here? He says, it is mostly small game this time of year. Mm, that will not do. Perhaps we will find you a, a larger, more impressive beast. He says, if you find us a larger, more impressive beast, you will have what you wish. Okay, we can do that. And she stands up and puts her hand out. Well, she puts her hand out too. <laughs> this one I don't imagine he's not concentrating anymore. Baron? Mm-hmm. Oh, not no, not currently. That only lasts an hour. We, we concentrate the fireball. Um, that is a... I think I can cast other seven. spells. I just can't cast other concentration 22? spells. 22? Versus 17. Ooh. There you go. You're the cheat. Bam. I'm cheating This now. time the strength uh, uh, locks in for a moment as there is... Uh, make eye contact. They make eye contact. And, and, while, then... and while they're doing that, she just pulls down the mask. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how does she? How does she? How does the conflict resolve? How does she win it? Um, pulls her to the side while turning, and then she ends up sitting on the chair. On the big chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. and supplanted. Like, supplanted. I, I am the captain now. And she stumbles backwards, and uh, uh, and she like, and she cracks her neck again as she did when she came second place down that cliff. And it says... It's okay. You are probably tired from your cliff race. Uh, she spits on the ground and says, You had bested me in fair combat. It's true. Uh, no, you bested me in fair competition. Says, we... Uh, uh, says, you have yourself a deal. Hmm. A hunt. Hunt. I've not been in a good hunt. No. I could feed 45 for a day. No, I said we would get a beast. It's kind of blonde food, though. No, 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 no. We're going back for my hunt. Good berries. We found good berry beast. bread loaves. Bland bread loaves. The bread beast was my tea. Okay, we just need to find a strong beast and defeat it. How big is this village, by the way? Judging at the yurts and the number of Goliaths that are likely to be sleeping in each one, can't be more than can't be more than forty-five people. Decent size. That's exactly the amount of people I could feed. Feed for a day. You could still do that. I think that would be. But we still need to fulfill the main quality here. You could be like, we caught one. Admittedly, the food is really bland. So if you can get something else, then you're like, I can, I can get you like potatoes. Stuffing. You're making stuffing. We're gonna, we're gonna find an elk or something. What is the magic jar? What is it putting out right now? Ale. Ale. Which is okay. That's fine. Too. And we've got like good berries as well. Some bread, berries. some horrible Stick good berries. Stick the good berries inside the food. <laughs> like on your spell. Like, I, I, one one like, I don't know why, but I'm stuffed. I'm stuffed. I was one, I was one, one piece of bread. <laughs> it's not longer appealing to me what's on my plate. <laughs> this crazy uh, food and drink is like a third right. level. No, I think, I think I'll employ um, the druid's elf here. And to to go do that, you're a, you're a did, the, did the druid find the other druid? Yeah, did you ever find your druid? Uh, I was looking out. I was looking out for the druid. The druid? I, um, before we go out on a on a hunt. On a hunt. That actually Owen's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, come. The Owen's stars. Not right. So the yeah, chieftain right. immediately walks away. Yeah, our business is concluded. I'm, I'm sitting on the big rock now. Never found a druid. 
No, no, no. That's, that's well, that was the the the, the chief there. Oh, yeah. And another trap. Uh, another Goliath uh, walks out. This one actually is wearing uh, uh, is wearing a um, what would it be like a let's say a cloak. Uh, uh, a cloak that is a bit different than uh, what most others wear, and it, does, it has some like cold. paint. Uh, uh, it's got some paint on it, and uh, uh, Bearjaw knows that this uh, this signifies the Skywatcher of the tribe. Okay, that sounds like a druidy title. Which is like a oh. druid, the druid of the tribe, mm-hmm. druid or shaman, depending mm-hmm. on. I tell you what day it is. Spiritual. Ah, good. That is an important job. It's not. Uh, well, Bear John knows that the Skywatchers make sure that um, uh, their resources are never over harvested and game animals aren't needlessly slaughtered. Um, and they are often exempt from the teams that the captains assemble each morning for their mm-hmm. uh, for their jobs. Ooh. So the Skywatcher is uh, is a non-changing role. Exempt. Yeah, it's kind of like when we're like dividing up the new tasks. Scrimcorn sometimes is like, nah, I don't want to do that. And it's uh, <laughs> as the Skywatcher is uh, walking forward, the chieftain, uh, uh, the chieftain looks at the Skywatcher and says, "And says we are doing storytelling tonight." And the Skywatcher says, "So it is." Uh, Scrim seeing the Skywalker, uh, the Skywatcher <laughs> uh, um, uh, calls out a greeting in um, Andrewic to see if the Skywatcher is to perk up or they go. Freak. Like me walking me like, <laughs> they say, what's wrong with that guy? Yeah. Uh, the Skywatcher stops and stares right back at Scrimcorn and holds the gaze. Um, and he, uh, Scrimcorn asks uh, again in Druidic, uh, if it is it he? How dare you speak my language? He, if he, um, <laughs> if he was the one who left the. Uh, the, the markings at such and such a place to the west and uh, the Skywatcher responds and says yes that was me I am Hard Eye Hard Eye he puts his hand out um, and shakes uh, <laughs> he just shakes regular I was told that there was a druid climbing the wall as a spider um uh, he, he says, he, he says, yes, uh, your, uh, it was good to see, it was good to see, uh, evidence of another, of another druid in this area. Wait, is he speaking? It, yeah, in druidic. Oh, in druidic. So I'm, no sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like getting thrown off because, <laughs> because I haven't had a chance to have a proper conversation and I kind of want to take a dump on my party, but I don't know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, he's uh, well. It's also weird because he doesn't usually speak language. Anyway, it's been a while. He just sounds like Dan when he's talking. Exactly. Exactly. That's his druidic. Druidic is just my voice. Yeah. There you go. Um, All right. Uh, he says it was good to see uh, evidence of, of another uh, shaman out in the wilderness. Uh, glad that this tribe has a. Uh, has someone watching out for the wilds? He says, yes. He says, I do watch out. But just because we have studied similar topics does not make us, uh, does not make us the same. You must prove yourself before me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And then yeah, he walks away. Drew off. Drew off. Oh, he walks away. <laughs> I <laughs> hope you like drew spell at him, but And walks into a yurt. Summoning a creature and then just being like... <laughs> it just feels a little bit like on the nose being like, prove myself, snakes! Like it just eats no way out. There's uh, legend about that. Uh, it eats no way out. It's nailed a druid. It eats no way out. Almost <laughs> saved by a group of druids. Uh, Alright, well then, then, yeah, Scrim is. Uh, so he files that away, we'll be ready. Oh, <laughs> we'll be ready. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna blow his mind! I'm gonna call the lightning. Just turn into oh, Beatles there you go. Past his tent. I mean, that's the thing I was like... Turn into Beatles and turn come in, into his tent. Turn into like, Beatles and then he just kind of goes... It's he just walks away. It's kind of strange of him to do that. Uh, Is that really necessary? <laughs> yeah, Scrum uh, rejoins the group and uh, says, "All right, let's." Uh, did you did you talk to your druid friend? Yes, I did. It was a very amicable relationship. We we seem to have a lot in common. You we'll jab. talk a lot. Okay. He respected me a great deal. Well, you must have really <laughs> impressed him then. Inside check. Here. They love me here. Everybody likes Grim Corbin. Like burning. I mean, that's the opposite of his character, but I understand it. Part of the world, they're like, is the lowlands of it. So organize who's gonna. Yeah, let's get a hundred. So you guys have not Come seen Juice since, uh, since he ran off with uh, the children. The children. Bear Jaw's completely forgotten. Yes. <laughs> so we like, laugh, but that is the last we'll ever see of Grossman. Did Oilvin get the milk break? Was he able to... You have, to, for yes. you have yes. to trade something, though. Oh. Like your pinky, maybe. <laughs> maybe just oh, okay, punch sure. the, the herdsman in the dick and then be like, I'm that, taking the milk. That was yeah. good. Oh. That was good. I mean... I mean, the what? person that you walk up to says... <laughs> it was long bigger. Why would you want bigger. to? Why would, would you want to drink the milk raw? That is disgusting. And then he, uh, That's he, he loves hoist up the, the dog, or snoot a little bit higher. It's for the dog. And, no, uh, I'm gonna take some milk for a while. You know. oh. Longvig, like, immediately just sort of, like, taken aback and scrunches up, uh, uh, scrunches up his nose and says, This is a sick dog. I know, because it needs milk. He says, That's not boy. what's wrong with that dog. Well, I mean, what's wrong with the dog? He says, he says, I do not know. It is not part of my herd. I do not care. He says, but that dog is not okay. He says, but here's your milk. And he gets a little, like, uh, uh, a jug of milk and hands it to you. It's a little bit bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. Two, two hands. Two hands. <laughs> so it's cold out. It'll keep. <laughs> Thanks. And you can also bake it. You rude man. milk. <laughs> Talking about my dog. Talking shit about my dog. Fucking Goliath. She wants some milk. Can I just get a glass of milk without someone giving me shit? <laughs> he just walks. And off. you're seeing a little bit, I think, here. He's a good dog. My only dog. <laughs> How different Bear Jot is now. <laughs> where she can be a little brisk with people, you know, a little blunt. That's true. But she's less like that now. Relative. You know, she's hanging out with you guys. Yeah. And suddenly you're you're here with you know un unproven Goliaths like these these guys don't interact with you folk, Outsiders at you all. folk much and they're a bit they're a bit more brisk they're they're a bit more abrupt 
with their statements about mm. you. Undomesticated. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, tr- just say that. Just like, say uh, that uh, to a Goliath. Go ahead. Do they give us like a, a year or a place where we can dump our shit? Or are we just like, we, should we pitch our own tents? What should we, uh, you should they be, did not offer. Never, never expect. The Spanish Inquisition. Mock um, pitches of tents. Ah. You own a tent? Yeah. No, it's okay. just really good. Isn't that yeah. when he's in each night? Yeah. Dresden has been. Yeah, Dresden yeah. has been. He's the only person who's explicitly said, I sleep in a tent. I mean, but he sets it up when a tent is not called for. Right, but I mean, we definitely yeah. have tents. Baron doesn't possess a tent. Uh, whenever he's writing secret letters. He has a bedroll. Yeah, I'm actually bedroll <laughs> as well. I mean... Fairchild just takes her cloak and like bundles up in a corner somewhere. It's true, I guess most people don't have a tent. Yeah. I mean, it comes with this fair shit's heavy, man. Yeah. Well plus <laughs> why do you need that when you're just naturally you know impervious to the environment? That's yeah. that's not accurate. Preparing. You guys are making <laughs> Preparing uh, is. I mean it's more, it's more basically no, no, instead Mock builds a fire. Like he's busy just looking for a place where they can sit and talk about what they're gonna do. Yeah. And if they have no shelter, then he'll go fire. And he sets up his bedroll and builds a, a quick fire so he can be like Bear job. Yes. What's the next steps here? It sounds we are going to have I assume a assume the full conversation with the chief happened in their native language. No, it's spoken common. Oh, okay, okay. Respect yeah. for the guests. Uh, time for a hunt then. Indeed. I will need stream corn's help. I'm ready. <laughs> but you have to make sure you tell the other Goliaths about what I do. Oh no, this is your job to tell them. If uh, I go around talking about you, it's going to seem like you are afraid of them. Are you going hunting today? You're not afraid of them, right? No. Good. Good, because if you were, oh man, <laughs> that would not work out. Okay. Yes, today. Time days. Mm, I think. A couple hours before sunset. Oh, yeah. Ooh, night hunting. That will be fun. Yeah. I mean, Scrim's best skills are. Precision. We don't have much time here. Stealth and survival. I'm not real quiet. I think on a hunt, I'd be more of a hindrance than a help. It's okay. I will go just with him. Uh, we'll say by now, Drewston is drawn back to the group. Greg, uh, I want Drewston to have found, uh, kind of, a, a, the crafting area of the camp, especially in terms of, uh, skins, cloaks, leathers, stuff like that. Tanning that be... area. Uh, there is a tanning area. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that so is... So he kind of followed the children for a while, casting little minor illusions of things until they would jump at it and all realize it's an illusion because now they can see through the rabbit, and then he cast a minor illusion of some other creature that they were running after, playing the game, and then he kind of wandered into the the tanning area, uh, and he is fascinated by the craft. And he's a survivalist. He has survived in the wild. He made that bear cloak, which is on Duma, and he's been a little cold this trip so far. I mean, he's got his traveling clothes, but really no good winter clothing now. Uh, and so he sees them uh, making very sturdy, well-crafted cloaks that are less beautiful in the decorative sense and more beautiful in just the fine craft work of it. Uh, the the animal nature of it kind of comes through in the way it's yeah. constructed. Also, Probably the there's quality compi- of the There's competition yeah, everywhere, including how people make their stuff. So, like, so-and-so is trying to make a better cloak than so-and-so, and yeah. they make a big deal about it. And for a time, he takes out his journal and some charcoal and does sketches of the different kinds of cloaks and techniques, getting close with them. Uh, and then eventually he wants to trade for a new winter cloak. Uh, 
Yeah, trading would be with uh, uh, individuals of the tribe. There is no merchant quarter. Everyone yeah. uh, manages their own stuff. So there's there's an area where there's some like tanning things set up, uh, like but there's not like a there's not like a shop set up, right? Yeah, that's so, where everyone puts their tithe, their yeah, their hides. Their so he specifically starts watching one craftsperson who's extremely good at like uh, sewing and creating cloaks and has a certain way of stitches and stuff like that using like bone needles and all that. Yeah, if they that notice is, you noticing. Yeah, I noticing I starts kind of talking and comment <laughs> about it, really admiring their technique he, uh, and kind of trading. She, back she doesn't look up as she's yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> as she's taking the tan and the tanning and uh, she's doing a bunch of things at once. Like she picks up a bone, starts like carving a little bit, placing it here, is uh, uh, takes some pieces of flint and starts shaping it, which you know yeah. is going to become a stone tool. And she says, I have crafted 150 uh, uh, 150 tools this month alone. Oh, that's impressive. You just open up with uh, I can it. tell you're a, you're a grandmaster at this. She looks up at that and says, yes. Uh, and he's kind of making sketches and shows her just quick like figure sketch of her doing it. Very kind of active sketch. He says, I hope you don't mind. I'm just fascinated by various craft works. Uh, uh, she says, you are an artist. Uh, I know. It's a skill I have. He says, you're being humble? Would you be willing to do a trade? He says, what do you want to trade? Uh, I've got some pieces of art that I'd be willing to trade for a new winter cloak. So it's also you can tell, and as the, the sun's starting to go down a little lower, pulls his cloak, which has like a fur top, but the rest of it isn't that thick, tight, and gives a little shiver. So it's almost always as resistant to the cold as you goliaths. Uh, she looks around as if she's like confused that is you're saying it's cold. On? Yeah. And she says, is it cold for you? He laughs. So I'm not as strong as you are. She says, no, that is clear. <laughs> Uh, he shows her his sketches, but then also he has an old agate statue from somewhere or other. We'll say Sunless Citadel. Another one of those little dragon statuettes. Okay. Uh, and he takes it out and he says, uh, this is from one of my travels deep beneath the earth. Uh, made by a long forgotten civilization of elves or, yeah, probably elves. Of elves. Probably elves. Would you be willing to trade it for one of your crafts? How much is it worth? 30. She looks at it and says, It is, uh, it is a figure. I can see that. Was there something else you'd be willing to trade for? She says, she says, No, this is, uh, different. D different than what I have. She says, uh, gem carving, uh, not, uh, Goliath, don't do so much. She says, I will take it. Okay. And, uh... I will just take it. She picks out a uh, cloak that would fit him, which is probably a child's cloak for the others. <laughs> she sort of laughs and says, that is a child's cloak. Oh, but it fits me so well. Uh, uh, she shrugs and she says, you do look like a child. I'm gonna say they, uh, breed a particularly large kind of woolly rabbit. Uh, like an angora. angora rabbit, and this is just the the rabbit fur as well as some ears. Because <laughs> it's for a child. Yeah. that is adorable. Does it have uh, a fluffy bunny tail too? Yeah, and so he comes back. Just he's got Short a white. Rabbits. You guys see uh, this sheep coming towards you with two big ears, 
Uh, and it's Houston, and he's got a new, very wooly, warm-looking... It's lop ear, though, not like Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's lop ears, but they kind of flop as you walk. I really shouldn't go hunting with them tonight. <laughs> <laughs> a giant rabbit! Uh, he says, sure, oh. in first place. He does, like, a little spin for you guys. What do you think? Is it white? Yeah. Why are you dressed as a child? You'll blend in with the snow. So that's good. Oh, it's so warm. Rat cat. Did somebody rabbit. have a go at you? Heavy, heavy use of the rodents, but it looks awfully warm there, there Drusen. I, uh, I'm happy you find yourself something comfortable. It's kind of adorable. Who could, who could hurt you uh, dressed like that? I. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, a lot of people. You're are we feeding them? Hurt. Bullish, bullish in Europe. Mm. Are, are we feeding them today or tomorrow? It's the, mm. See if we can catch them tonight. Ideally, tonight. Oh, I can't help with that. That's okay. That's okay. You, you work here. Um, keep the fort down. Is that something you say? The forge down? Holding down the fort? I think it's a Holding phrase I've heard down before. The forge? That's might. the one. Your ability to see in the dark Helpful now. may hmm. impress them with if we can catch something at night. Yes. When they're not as proficient at, I would imagine. Yes, indeed. Something large. Albeck stands up no, and he I says, you uh, doing? you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm uh, feeling like I'm not really contributing in this moment 25 words here. or less. Says, uh, uh, says, if you don't all mind, I would like to go uh, offer my services uh, to go uh, help out one of the teams here. Okay, are you good at hunting? And he says, uh, hunting's not really my thing, but I can be a mean gatherer, especially as twilight sets on. It was a little bit of my specialty in the tribe. Okay. Mm. Bear job. Oh, help bear. What? <laughs> he wasn't asking to help any of you guys. <laughs> oh, okay. He wasn't okay. asking permission to step out of sight. You know these oh, better no. than they. Are they likely to get angry and kill him and then be angry at us? They've are already. they likely? I mean, if he does something stupid, I guess. That depends on you, Albeck. We all wanted him dead. <laughs> Didn't want to kill him. I mean, you're all welcome guests as, e- yeah. as equals yeah. other than I'm saying, What I'm saying is that he'd have to make a pretty big ass of himself. Mark says, in order sure. To... Fine for me. Okay. We're more than plenty of diff- distance from the assassins as it is, so if you go ahead and off, I don't think that's much of a big deal at this point. Okay. Uh, Albeck says, all right then, and uh, gets up and he just walks away and you see him like start to talk to some Goliaths and they answer him and he walks over into a yurt and comes out a minute with a, later. With a basket or something. Heads off one direction, following some footsteps in the snow. He, he's, he's like, he's running. You have to, to keep up with their stride. Wonder if he'll come back. Maybe. If not, hmm. Okay, so um, Berja and uh, Scrimgorn and uh, Oilvane, I guess if you want to come. Uh, um, uh, Mock definitely strings up his bow and says... Oh, you're coming? Oh, good! Says, uh, good. It's time you are hunt. way drunk, though. Mock boxes. Three glasses of Ramsdale. I'm just getting started. Oh, God. I hope the uh, storytelling tonight is... Is, uh, is turned out as they say. It will be if we do a good job. Sounds like we need we need dinner first. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's mm. I think Royal Vane's gonna stay behind. Okay. Alright, you got that snoot thing. Let's get it. Nurse the 
All right, Jerson's staying behind? Yep. Baron's staying behind? Think so. Mock, uh, mock, scrim, and bear jaw. Get at it. What are you doing? Um, hunting. Uh, hunting we will go. Yeah, but what are you doing right now, specifically? She wants to take us in a direction that the other teams have not gone. Um, I want to get so one kind of get some, uh, some fresh, yeah. fresh tracks area. And yeah, he's going to start tracking. He's, uh, I mean, his, his things are perception, stealth, and survival. So this is definitely, definitely an area he likes. All, All right. right. Who's look, looking for tracks and try to keep uh, keep a little bit quiet? And what's uh, how's Bear John Mock contributing to this? Mock is trying to he's he's looking for any bear stone outcropping that he can find because he's trying to find the den of an animal that's hibernating. And he's looking for like hidden caves and just mm-hmm. that. He's gonna be ringing every stone with his glaive that he can and just trying to see if he can find hollow encasements that maybe dug out. Trying to find that Denham. Denham. Dead ham. <laughs> <laughs> about that dead ham. That's how you make ball pork, huh? <laughs> yeah, gotta have that make ball pork. Den ham makes the best ball, ball pork. pork. Everybody <laughs> knows right. that. Big time. Den ham. Okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's get at it then. So you guys, uh, uh, Scrim Corner, go ahead and lead this phase of it. Uh, a little uh, uh, survival here. Uh, can I get an aid by... Uh, I'll aid. Excellent. I whispered my lucky cricket. Show me the juiciest Ooh. man. Would you like an 18? Yes, I would. So that's a 22 plus 6. Ooh. Uh, 28. Uh, it's immediate scrim corn. I mean, you tell me how he, how he knows the way to go, but... Um. Yeah, he finds a uh, he finds a, a tree that's fallen over, and the broken branches look like they're from the fall. But he's able to recognize um, like broken branches on a tree that would stand out. But he sees a, a tree has fell, and he says, "These branches not broken on the fall; they're on the wrong side. Something big came through here." All right. Yeah, that looks exciting. Heading off in that direction. Half hour, forty-five minutes travel. You know, you, you, in the dark takes a while. It's not dark yet. It's, oh, I see. I thought you said it was twilight. A couple out. No, uh, it's a couple hours away from that. Okay. So you've got time. So you know, forty-five minutes travel out as uh, uh, as you're following the path that Scrimcorn uh, is sure, and you know that because of the way that the Goliaths went, and you can see also recent Goliath tracks where they've been hunting other days as mm-hmm. well, and this is a way that uh, uh, has not been traveled. It's actually a way that. Like by first glancing, those of you that are you know hunting, it doesn't seem like an obvious way to go. You wouldn't pick it as your first, second, or third, you know, hunting choice. It's perhaps why there are none here. But there's something you know. It's too steep, you know. Like the, it doesn't look like any animal would be able to traverse that easily. But scrimcorn is uh, scrimcorn is certain. Next up, uh, now that you know that you uh, you must be getting towards the vicinity of this, you're going to need to do perception to try to find. Uh, uh, try to find the the hidden uh, as as Eric was talking about the uh, sorry you know where can you find this layer where that must be hidden by the snow or stone patterns it would be the only reason that an animal would come this way is because mm-hmm. they have a, a sort of a a oh, den that is well enough hidden that that they've managed to use it for a while I'll hit on that one then you I think you should look up the perception to do it yeah, yeah you do. if that's uh, <clears throat> Mox says, uh, kind of banging on stone raking raking kind of through the snow. Gentle squeeze. Not, not my roll. Uh, what was yours? Four. Okay, so that's eight plus four is twelve. Um, plus another six. 
So that's 18. That's still pretty good. Cool. 18. Solid, man. Um, it takes... The cockroach is good. It takes a while. Uh, uh, you're, you're looking around for another 30, 45 minutes, and now, sure enough, the sun is getting very low in that, on that horizon as... Uh, Fortunately, uh, on the right side of the mountain, where like it's still sunny. Yeah. On the other side of the mountain, it'd be dark. It'd, it'd be, be very dark, dark. yeah. But you've got... Um, so you're looking at quite... Uh, very much entering the uh, uh, the pre-dusk uh, pre-dusk time here as uh, it's going to be dark by the time you get back because you're already 45 minutes out and uh, but you go ahead and tell me how you we, um, how you eventually find this very well hidden thing and um, what is it? not uh, yet we don't know what it is yeah um, he uh, Shrimcorn is uh, you know he's focused but he's also you guys know that he's like patient when he's when he's after a quarry um, and he just has and he just has everyone sit, like in one spot, just real quiet. He's like, "It's, it's around here. Just like, give it time, give it time." And like, it's it's like a, uh, you hear some like rocks, like a, like a couple rock, like a rock fall down a, um, a slope a little bit mm-hmm. in an area where there's like no wind and like that. And he and he just like silently is like, like that over there, and uh, and starts creeping that way. As you creep over, it is stealth. That is the name of the game yeah. here. Uh, uh, and it is uh, to try to get the drop on this thing. So is this a single person, or does this operate differently? Is this everybody? This, yeah, we'll just go the same, same way. Same way. Aid, aid. I'll aid, it but it's only luck itself. Do you need What's a minimum stuff? amount to aid, or do you just always get to aid? Do you have to be uh, trained? I'm definitely not trained in spells. Yeah, they change mm-hmm. it, so yeah. it's basically it's you really have a second person. Anyone that yeah. can It's the equivalent of advantage. I mean, I mean, like two people doing it. Like okay. Two like people doing it. Yeah. Does it make sense for multiple people? Maybe not, but I'm doing it this way okay. to just keep it yeah. moving forward. Um, I'll take a point if that's good. And yeah, he, he basically points out like branches to not step on snow that's going to be extra crunchy. And again, has the uh, <laughs> is holding the, the cockroach. We're walking. Meh, that's what I thought. Animation. Ooh. Would you like a six? Oh my god, this is a terrible <laughs> roll on both the, the cockroach and that. Okay, six Ooh. plus one uh, is seven. Oh, that's you. Plus five is twelve. Me. Twelve. That's it me. is as you are getting closer. Bear just steps on his twig. A twig underneath the snow. Snaps and you hear it just barely echo. Snap, 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 snap. Over the uh, over the mountain here, and then you see the snow just explode upwards as a great white elk bolts off from uh, uh, from its spot, and it is in full uh, full flea mode. Got to chase it. There's nothing to nothing to do. What do you do? I chase it. Mock will shoot it if you can shoot it. You you can you can try to shoot it. I'm gonna throw my hammer at it once I close the distance. Maybe I don't know if it's gonna get too far. Okay, Mock will go first. Mock will shoot the longbow. Yeah, that's gonna be a 18. Yeah. Oh, one one second. One second. I'll change my thing. It is a yeah 18. 18 total. 18 total AC. Describe his uh, shot that shoots true. Yes. Spell it. Nice. Yes. Nice. Uh, Mach was not in the let's close an ambush group. He wearing Durgetan's armor as he is does. <laughs> no, we, we, he knows. We all know instinctually as a group that's worked together before how that's going to be. So he just posted up when Scrim kind of gave Bearjaw the eyes and started moving him in. He just posted up, got himself a really stable spot, 
and then just had the bow ready. And when it bolts, he was just on it from like the first step. Just let it just one breath, lets go the arrow and just sticks it right underneath that upper haunch, catches him one of the major organs. There's like another like two or three bounds and it just keels over. As uh, Bear Joe is already in like full sprint after yeah, it, getting she ready sees to the go. arrow and uh, is able to close the distance and it's down one shot. <laughs> yeah, Bear Joe definitely lets out a whoop of, of victory. And then turns around yeah. and just is like, with you, like, yeah. Yeah. You hear. Bobby says, uh, not, you're trying to carry it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, that's an honor. That's what you can oh, give her that opportunity. This will show that druid. This will show that druid. I killed an <laughs> I'm animal. hungry. <laughs> I killed him. There's an animal in the woods. Go around <laughs> the corner from the tribe and then transfer it to Scream Coins back. <laughs> oh, I carried it so My far. My hands. Yeah. <laughs> You put know, up its own hooves to bite I jabbed my finger right to... through this hole and killed it. <laughs> With my bare Dude, that finger. was definitely one of those dice rolls that literally was like, one, thirteen. <laughs> wow. That's good. It was hanging. I got saved by the, uh, yeah, we'll bring the, that back. the AIDS. That's, uh... Not a lot of people say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was making that too, but I did not say. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. So I didn't show a nitro of this piece. Oh, you want to see it? Ooh. Yes. It's pretty. A great wow. snow elf. That's a, that's a big hat it's wearing. You monsters. <laughs> we have It was a beautiful thing. The spirit of the mountain. I was the king of the forest. You killed the fucking king. The spirits will curse us now. Ooh. I am the remnant. That was the Skywatcher trying to keep an eye on you. <laughs> We will surely feast tonight. That's a, that's a good beast, though. That's that's a lot of meat. Yeah. These chumps aren't gonna be able to hunt. I'll follow them in elk form. No, never. <laughs> Perfect oh, shot. Dad. Oh god. Bad animal choice in retrospect. It's just a tree. Tree killer. Tree Tree killer. The tree is bleeding. What's wrong with that tree? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably a little bit past dark by the time we get back. Yep. Bonfires raging at the top of the, uh, or, or at the encampment, waiting for the hunters to return. Are we the first yes. hunters or the last? No, you are the last. Uh, because darkness has fallen. Uh, darkness has fallen and Goliath don't see in the dark. No. Nope. Uh, you can't really hunt by torch. No. no, you cannot. So the, uh, uh, the Goliaths are all back and you see, uh, you see silhouettes, uh, uh, cast by the fire, which is now... Uh, been made very large, a big bonfire in the middle of uh, in the middle of this this uh, encampment with many Goliaths uh, sitting around, and uh, uh, you see them like eating. Well, now they get to eat a bit more, huh? <laughs> Do you still have light cast on you? No, the it flaming, last, oh, flaming mass. The flaming mass. Oh, you can Which see the dark. Continual flame. Yeah. Yeah. You can see in the dark. Dark vision. Dark vision. So she's got double. Yeah, brings brings it over to the like butchering area, which is you know you have to pass through it's, quite it's, a bit. As you are the, approaching me, the Goliaths all start like standing up and says, "The uh, the outsiders, they're having elk." And like it just like murmuring spreading throughout yeah. this uh, uh, throughout this. Yeah, this and she, so she camp. finds um, yeah. Stone Fist and uh, just like drops it, you know, at Stone Fist's feet. For just the, at for Stone Fist. And then kind of does. Stone Fist uh, uh, gestures to the entire tribe and says, 
Oh, this, this. What did I do for his voice? I can't. Or her, her, her voice. voice. I can't remember. Russian. It was, like just, it was just Russian. But yeah. Norwegian. All varying Norwegian, Russian, mm-hmm. Slavic accents. They, uh, our guests tonight have brought, uh, uh, have brought us a feast, and all the uh, all the Goliaths cheer and, uh, uh, and and they stand up and they come over and they get these huge like. Pound slaps on the uh, on the back to to each of you that you uh, that you came with it. Scream point is like is like getting like tossed around. Fox so glad to be wearing his armor. Yeah, yeah. you got your armor. You're good. And Bearjaw, Bearjaw gives proper credit to the to the feller. Mm. Um, Fox says we, do, we we eat tonight and drink the ram's milk. We must we must eat and drink tonight. And Bearjaw also gives credit to the to the tracker as well. Mm. Bearjaw just kind of. Existed in that space. Um, I also thrust the beast out it of its hiding place. On purpose. Crunch. Crunch. It there it is. Perfectly done. Get it. Get it, guys. And uh, and, and sure enough, a couple of the Goliaths like pick it up and start to like take yeah, it over and it. just in an area really start to dress, to dress yeah. it up and. Cut it open and do all the things that you do. I don't actually know how you remove the organs. Yeah, they they butcher it, open it up, drain its blood, take out its organs. Um, start doing all. uh, You want first crack at the heart, though. I mean, yeah. At the what? The heart. You want it? Oh, eat the heart. I didn't say eat the heart. I just said you could have it. And then, bear jaw. I I better roll. Too fresh. And. Acrobatics check. Cool, all right. You were distracted, so it's at a, at a, a disadvantage. Is this a, an effect I can see? Against effects that you can see while not blinded? Yes. <laughs> She's like, has a torch on her head. Corner so. of your eye. Oh my god, you got a. <laughs> That's a disadvantage? It's a 20 and So she got the 18 on the disadvantage. Coming from. <laughs> oh, the 18. Oh my god, disadvantage on the 18. That's. No, disadvantage. Oh, well, it no. balanced out. It oh. was supposed to be disadvantage because you're distracted. Sorry. You get advantage because so of that. Oh, so yeah. so, so I'll call, take the call it 18. Take the uh, yeah. Take the is the corner of Bearjaw's eye, she sees uh, uh, She sees a Goliath. It's that, it's that one. That didn't, that one uh, didn't think Bearjaw was looking, and she actually uh, saw him tying off the bladder as he flung it <laughs> to bear jaw. That's pretty good. Bladder And how does she... Well, since it's a dexterity move, she, she dodges it. But she's not going to catch it and throw it back? She well, really well. if I can. She's carrying you it. Absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. can. You got an 18, awesome. you win. This is the sport. Do it. Then Be she, awesome. She spins her hammer and pops it right back to She him. hits it with the hammer oh, with just, just enough force right that it collapses in not... but does not burst and then gets launched back at him as the glass is wide-eyed and it bursts all over him. <laughs> and the old guy next to him. And the seasoning for the old dinner. Oh, well, that's and, how you uh, those things. And people stand up and say, Bear Jaw! Oh my god. The bladder ball assassination. <laughs> the bladder ball assassination attempt. Uh, and we'll continue on Thursday. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! We'll, uh, big long, big long session there. We're gonna need to, uh, we've got the storytelling competition coming up next, and uh, whatever they can give you uh, that you have asked for here, and both of those are gonna be, both of those are gonna be, you know, significant scenes. Yeah, big time. We've got 10 minutes until our 6 p.m. end. 
So Baron amused himself by picking up snowballs and then making them blow and just lobbing them. <laughs> and uh, Kel, our one of our most loyal viewers and guest star and friend, uh, said that she has a pizza coming for us at six o'clock. So get to nightcap the evening with uh, uh, with a pizza and pepperoni. Uh, and uh, the wonderful session. And we there were, we go. And eight, a seven-hour session is what it ended wow. up being. We, we were commenting though on how the, the vibe of these are always. We end up taking time for things that we wouldn't have taken time for. Yeah. And I think yes. the first time we did it, it was a really uh, like a much larger battle scene. We had like yeah, a big, a big goblin dungeon crawl. We fought like a full goblin, goblin tribe and another one, and it just felt like a little more strategic and like slow-paced. And this time, I think some of the conversations.